Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hello and welcome to Clicker. I barely know her. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> it's our own title I laughed at. Hello, yeah. thank you for welcoming me in. Yes, my name is Ben Vanell. I'm joined by Adam Knox. Hello, I was sarcastically laughed. <laughs> and Tommy Dasselo. I did not laugh at all. Mm. I find that sort of humour to be a little droll, quite frankly. <laughs> I, was in, uh, I was in St Kilda the other night with some friends and they were talking about the Australian TV series The Secret Life of Us. Yes. And I was telling them that we were going to do this Last of Us recap podcast and that one of the potential titles for it was The Secret Last of Us. (laughs) And this group of all women went, oh, that's a great title. What did you end up calling it? And I said, Clicker, I barely know her. And they said, is it too late to change it? And I said, I believe it is. (laughs) I'm going to throw you off that rooftop from in St Kilda from The Secret Life of Us. I also saw, uh, so obviously if you don't know us and you've stumbled across this because you're a fan of the show, uh, we are three comedians. We've done a bunch of stuff together, including podcasts, uh, one of which is called Filthy Casuals, a video games show, one of which is called Ari talking to me a game of thrones show this is a merging of the two that's baby. right that's right all three of us crossing over uh and uh yes Arya talking to me funny name uh clicker i barely know her <laughs> also pretty funny hopefully uh yeah if this is your first time let's lay down some little rules here mm. for what you can expect from this because of it being coming from like a video games podcast that's part of what made us interested in the last of us because yep. it's an adaptation of a game but the way we're going to do this is by talking just about the show with no spoilers because from this first episode we think it's probably following the plot of the game fairly closely mm. so we're not mm. going to spoil anything that we might know about in the main section and then right at the end with lots of uh, warning and markers and everything yes we'll do a little spoilery part for people who maybe have played the game and yeah. want that little sealed section but if you're just listening to this and just watching the show and yep. don't want to be spoiled you won't be for the majority of this podcast we well, will no, warn yeah. you very clearly at the end if yeah. we're going to say anything that you won't know from the show yep. and not not only you know if you if you haven't played the games not only will you not be spoiled you won't have us bringing up stuff that is completely disinteresting to you like, right oh, mm. oh that uh that uh, little picture of crash bandicoot in the background of that scene that's yeah. a reference to the video game yes. crash the bandicoot. in this show <laughs> you don't have to if you're a cool person you don't yes. have to feel tainted by the nerd shit that we will talk about at the very end. As mm. long as nobody overhears you listening to this podcast, <laughs> in which case, credential, cool credentials, which I'm sure they hand out printed laminated cards yes. if you're cool. Yeah. That would be a very cool thing to do. They'll be taken away from you. <laughs> That's yep. right. But being into prestige television, as we all know, is the coolest hobby a person That's, can have. Yeah. Oh, man. Ranking TV shows, <laughs> as whether they're prestigious or not. Well, like, to, to get away with it, we've gathered around an actual water cooler. You yeah. know, this is, <laughs> yeah. this is not a podcast. It's just a casual chat. Uh, we're that we're pre- recording. Pretend like we don't know each other's last names. <laughs> <laughs> Ask each other what we're having for lunch. Yeah, yeah. that's a good one. I've that's got a good the reheated smell of tuna oh, wafting no. through Ben's apartment oh, here. Dear. Well, it's all just like a work break mm. room. We've all, uh, I mean, we have all kind of just left our desks to to sort of secretly 
uh, go and watch this episode the minute it went up on Binge at 1pm right. in the afternoon, yeah. Monday Australian time and then we're sort of reconvening around the water cooler at 2.30pm and sort of, you know, having to really make it look like we haven't just been bludging <laughs> off for the last 90 minutes. <laughs> Watching this bumper premiere, I wonder if yeah. all of them are going to be this long. I, I've had a little sneak at like the first three on Wikipedia, just a little, you know, little detail episode bits and I think... The third one is also quite long. Okay. Right. I think the second one's sort of normal TV hour-ish length. When you're in the realm of prestige TV, you can have any length. It's because uh, it's not TV. No. It's a boo. <laughs> so you, you're... Why, that was a weird sneeze, Nuts. <laughs> We're going to be going back and forth. Yeah, this is a long-ass uh, episode mm. and the fucking big-budget episode. Yeah. This show, right off the bat, we all reckon, mm. thankfully... Was great. Yeah, yeah, yes. yeah. Great first step. Looks awesome. Yeah, um, yeah. Really, really impressive that a TV show at this point in time can have a budget that makes it look movie quality. Mm. The fact that yeah, like just the the there's some big shit being pulled off, and you've when you're doing a setting like this where everything is in an alternate universe, but then also has to be from 2003. Yeah, you know, yeah. like that is a fucking tough thing to do for a, a, a production team. Yeah. yeah. The, and I the think realism of that and then the realism of the more science fiction-y elements too right. was just like it literally looked real. Yeah. I, I, I was thinking as I was watching it, like that's my observation is going to be <laughs> that it looks real, but <laughs> fuck it does. <laughs> uh, so we started off the episode with uh, oh, yeah. a little – 1968 talk show mm. about uh, and fuck back in the day when talk about it not being TV back in the day you were allowed to just talk about whatever the fuck boring shit you wanted to on TV yeah. and they'd let you just make a show out of it if you wore a suit that was brown enough mm. this <laughs> well that's one thing but also getting a studio audience to come in and sit and watch this like Really brutal and kind of dull chat. Right. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Oh, bring it's it not back. meant to be entertaining, yeah. I guess. I signed up for tickets because I thought Carl Barron was going to be on and instead <laughs> got these two eggheads talking about fungal infections. Yeah, old Lurch and, and his mate, the guy from The Mummy. Oh, <laughs> oh that yeah, is who yeah. it is. Yes, it's... Uh, Jonathan, I who think, is, is his character in it. Who's the host of this show? He, I reckon, was in Buffy. I think oh, he was he one, like of one of the nerds from Buffy, which right. doesn't fucking narrow it down with the cast <laughs> yeah. of Buffy. But uh, yeah, I believe that's that's who that guy is. Jonathan, I think, was his character's name. Right. I did. I did not recognize him, but he is, is yes, a smarmy little TV interviewer. And they're having a chat about. And this is a big part of like. So the show is set. For the most part, we were in 68 here and then in 2003 for a bit. Then we go to the current year. Yes. And it's about, and one of the first words out of Mummy Guy's mouth is pandemic. Mm -hmm. And we're talking about not a virus, not Mm. a uh, bacterial infection, but he's laying out his theory that a fungal infection is the biggest threat to mankind in terms of... Right. And they, they tie it in with like, so he gives explanations of this would spread and then take over the host. And it's like a good, here's what a zombie is explanation. Like it wants to keep the host alive, but it puts hallucinogens into your brain. Right. Right. Uh, And then also throws in a little, like it wouldn't be possible now, but if the world got a little bit warmer, then it might be. Is that, is that, I guess that must be the explanation from, the Last of Us, the game. I don't remember. They didn't go into it as much. Right. Yeah. I don't think it's this a damn is, good explanation, though. It's mm. a bit more, and like having it right up the top, I think for, I mean, 
it's it's odd because for a world where you know the Walking Dead was as popular as it was and zombies are such a well known and and waved away thing, I guess maybe to ground it and give it a bit more sort of a sense of realism, you've got the realest people in the world smoking men from the 60s. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, I Telling guess you how it is. Yeah. If you're writing a thing, if you're making a show like this now, after the last two years, it, it, like, it would be interesting to see the version of this if the last two years of the pandemic hadn't mm. have happened, right? Right. Like, we all have lived through a time of like, not zombies, but this thing making a lot of people really sick and cities shutting down and everything. Right, right, yeah. So it's kind of like you do have to ground it in this thing and like kind of remind people a little bit. Yeah. I thought this was well done. I mm. did think it was a little on the nose having the 1968 TV host look into the camera and say, well, this wouldn't be an issue for me because I've been self-isolating for years. <laughs> I thought that was a little... Uh, that took me out of it, honestly. I, in the world yeah. of the show, that guy was way ahead of his time. <laughs> yeah. with that sort of Seriously. 68? What have you been a self-isolating yeah, for? the fucking Lenny Bruce of <laughs> bad Twitter jokes. <laughs> but so... Uh, yeah, you get like this explanation of uh, they mention you know cordyceps and these these mushroomy yes. viruses, and yep. then a really well made Game of Thrones style <laughs> intro yes. where we're zooming through these these cities that the Lannisters own, but made of fungus this time. <laughs> right, yeah, it's like we, the human body, right? Like it ends up there's it, like it, a it looks cool. It looks yeah. it's kind of like stop motiony a little bit. Like right. it, it we I mean forgive us because we we've literally just watched this and now we're uh, recording. So we haven't had time to look this up. Yes. It, it has to be the same studio that made both titles. I wouldn't They're be so surprised. Similar. Yeah, yeah. What yeah. if every if every HBO show was a rule that they had to have these kinds of credits from now on? Rolling through Hollywood. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, it's it's got a great theme song. The theme song is from the game as well, but a, yep. like a redone version of it that sounded fantastic and you end with little silhouettes of a couple of couple of people on the horizon mm. which looks a bit like some characters we might meet during this uh television program oh. okay to me tess mm. and a smaller version of tess <laughs> goblin boy oh yes yes popular oh, yeah. character from the game we don't see him in ep1 but hopefully <laughs> goblin boy makes an appearance well there was a little boy, there was, uh, a little boy. there was a little boy in the show is that how we open we open with a little girl Oh, uh, that's right. In 2003. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I'm thinking of the opening of 2023. We've got, yeah, three different time periods that we go through. So 1968, they explain the the, the fungus thing that's going to be relevant yep. very quickly. And then those men all grow old and die. And then now we're here. In 2003, with uh, a, a young girl called Sarah and her dad called Joel. And we we see, I, I really, so this, this opening section is uh, extremely tense for a lot of it. Yep. And is, uh, again, like, zombie stuff is so done. The the zombie outbreak portion of most zombie things, though, of where people are starting to figure it out, mm-hmm. makes or breaks it often, where, like, you, the reaction people have to, like, what's going, what's going on with you? Why are you foaming at the mouth? And right. all that stuff. I also find these points in these kinds of, yeah, media where it's kicking off is the most interesting bit to me. Yeah. But, like, very yeah. early, like, people just in the city, you know, just mm. like we see a bit of this in a moment, but like uh, the person in the city being like, we have to get out of here. Yeah. Like, go home. Like, that's the most... I always kind of want to live in that bit a little bit more. Right. But obviously in a movie, it's like that has to just be three minutes and then we cut to like a year later or whatever. Sure. It's, we're it, doing that here too. It, it's, I guess, yeah, the most like self-insert part where you're like... Yeah. The, and I think, you know, the realism of the rest of this show is... is going to lend itself to that as well. But mm. yeah, usually in the movies, it's like, oh, okay, well... 
what would I do in this situation mm. and how would I react? And I guess that is part of why it, it can be yeah. make or break because it's like if it's not realistic, it's and not relatable. It sets the tone so much for like understanding what people's uh, acceptance of this outbreak in the world is, what their knowledge of zombies and shit is, yes, what yes. their response to it is as characters is is very quickly. And so I love this setup we get here with Joel and his daughter Sarah and his brother Tommy. Mm. And Joel is like completely dependent on his daughter. Yeah, yeah. He, yeah. he, is, he ha- can't make himself breakfast. He can't wake <laughs> yeah. himself up. He's he a real like doody dad because he's like a construction worker, him and his brother. That's yep. the sound of things or ex, builders ex, or something. Ex- veteran or I guess current veteran yes he was in Desert Storm <laughs> yeah. this one become an ex-veteran yeah you go back to war <laughs> you just admit oh, yeah. that you were lying about it the whole time <laughs> you go like, I just want to discounts at the shopping mall <laughs> yeah. was, it was stolen uh, for, for those who uh, don't know the ins and outs of the series uh, in terms of casting uh, Nico Parker plays Sarah Right. Uh, I'd never seen her before in anything. Don't know. She uh, does great videos. in this. She anchors this whole first part. Totally. Yeah. Uh, and obviously Pedro Pascal is Joel and Gabriel Luna plays Tommy. Right. Uh, I immediately really like what Pedro Pascal is doing here because mm. you've got his pre and post losing Sarah vibes yep. in this show. And like he's, he's off his feet. He's working real hard. He's clearly... Completely, uh, uh, like his world revolves around his daughter. Yes, you yeah. can tell. Yeah, um, and she is a good, cool daughter. Yeah, yeah. she fixes up his watches, his birthday present, mm. and uh, you're getting those patches of you know oh, something's wrong in Jakarta. Yes, and, and he's not a worldly man. He, do, yeah. <laughs> he doesn't, <laughs> he doesn't know, know where Jakarta is. Yeah, or never what it is. It. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Uh, Jakarta, I barely know her. Oh. Good name for a podcast. <laughs> okay, our Indonesian podcast. Spin off about Indonesia. <laughs> I've, we can go to Bali. We can check it out. We I've could. never been. We I've could. Never uh, been. I could go by Nasi Lemak House on the way here oh, next week. Yeah, get us, get us some burgers. All right. <laughs> so we've got them uh, living this, you know, like single parent clearly mm. life, uh, and they've got these nice. Suburban neighbours Yes Bit annoying They Yes They seem to be a bit uh, Putting upon them In terms of their time Very intertwined But they probably yep. look after Sarah All the time Yes mm-hmm. Because Joel is working Real hard here And, and it, It's a Simple suburban life that Yeah That they've got here Yeah That throughout the course Of these few minutes We see You know Some Some Ambulances rushing past. Yes. Yeah. Some fire trucks rushing behind them. We're in 2003 as well. We mentioned that, but that, yep. that is significant in this early part, especially where Sarah's re- re- reception to this this news mm-hmm. being a little scary makes a ton of sense. Totally. 9-11 was a couple of years beforehand. Yep. Yep. In September, I looked it up as well because this happens September 26, 2003. Yes. The last movies to ever exist were Duplex <laughs> with Danny DeVito <laughs> and uh, The Rundown with Peter Berg and Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Oh, okay. sure. I remember right, that right. movie, yeah. So that's, that's where he has the baseball bat, I think, and he just goes around town bat- hitting people with a bat. Oh, well, yeah. A useful movie if that was your last one <laughs> yeah. to give you a, a bit of an explanation of what to do for the next 20 a, years. A yes. 2003 scene is like... The set designer on this is having a great time. They've got, Ugh. you see in Sarah's room, one of those like chunky old radios. Yes. Um, when we see her at school, the first thing we see is a photo of George Bush. Yeah. Oh, yes. up on the thing. Yes. On the classroom wall. Yeah. The, uh, 
phone that Joel has have oh. one of those little leather pouches with the with sort the of clear plastic, plastic cover. Yeah. I'd forgotten about yeah, them completely. Yep. And that was an absolute thrill to see. <laughs> that was I reckon my dad had that work phone. That yep. was exactly the little yeah, yeah the, the clip for the, That's for it. the belt. Yeah. Yep. So we get like this really tense few minutes here of watching Sarah go to school. We obviously know something's gonna happen because we've seen the trailers, we've well, we've played the game. Yeah. <laughs> and I've just got a sense of cinematic intuition. Okay. Yeah. That's how I did it. And uh, yeah, Sarah goes around after like uh, getting Joel's birthday present, fixing his watch up and mm-hmm. going to school and everything. She comes home and goes around to these neighbours and there's an old lady with the neighbours who's yes. living with them. And uh, she's clearly not well. Yep. Yep. And we get this fucking great shot of um, Sarah looking through the like DVD oh, shot for like a second present for Joel yep. to borrow and to pretend steal. she got for <laughs> yes. him. And there's this out of focus, uh, the, the old woman behind her, like opening her mouth and having this like... Starting to sort of twitch and... It, oh. Horrific. Yeah. Like the fact that it was out of focus too makes her mouth seem like this more and like mm-hmm. her face distorts yeah. even more than you could make it in focus. Like, yeah. And if you have the subtitles on, it says brackets whispered brains. <laughs> <laughs> that does that does kind of take some of the sting out of it yeah, a little bit, yeah, but yeah, yeah. you know, but it's f- for the less eagle-eyed the- <laughs> viewers, it's sort of a tipping the hand a bit. The less eagle-eyed who are hearing impaired, yes, what yes. the subtitles are. That's and right. Her, uh, their their border collie gives her a big fucking uh, like yeah. something's not right here. Stare, staring dogs at are the always the first. They know yeah, those they dogs. Are. They know. They are. They're those smart. beautiful dogs. I get. I show my dog the lotto numbers. Oh yeah. Every, well, I can't show him the lotto numbers, but you know what I mean. Yeah. I'm yeah. so poor. <laughs> you know what? I'm, when I go home, I'm going to pretend to be a zombie and see if my dog picks up on Ooh. it. Yeah. yeah. Every every week, my lotto numbers are two, 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 <laughs> two, two. I've not won yet. <laughs> But It'll so come up at some point, though. It's That's got the a thing. Got Statistically. To it has to, yeah. Uh, Before the end of infinity, it has to come up. Joel and Sarah have this lovely relationship. They're sarcastic with each other. They're comfortable. She's been put in the position of like having to be a little older than she clearly right. is because he's off his feet and like can't keep it together, clearly. Yep. And the implication is, I mean, he's a single parent, but that the... the the his partner, the uh, Sarah's mother, has passed away. We right? don't because he's because she's being looked over, look looked after by the neighbors and stuff yep. in a way where she's not. Uh, you get the sense that she's just yeah. living there full time. That it's not just like a shared custody yes. thing. Like, yes, there's yes. certainly no Very hint of the mother being around. Yeah. Yep. So yeah, that is the uh, conclusion you led to yeah. draw. Um, and so they have, you know, a late birthday exchanging of presents. They watch a movie together. Sarah falls asleep and gets carried up to uh, her room. And Joel gets a call from Tommy. Uh, I'm in the clink. I've, I got into a fight at a bar with this crazy guy who was saying brains. And I was like, <laughs> yeah. why do you keep saying that? <laughs> are you implying I don't have any brains? <laughs> what are you telling me? Your favorite um, uh, uh, character from... Fucking Thunderbirds. <laughs> Joel, Pinky it's Tommy. And <laughs> Joel, it's Tommy. I got bad news. I was working in the lab late one night. Uh, and uh, Sarah is, is, so Joel, you know, tells him, okay, I'll come get you from the jail. And yep. Sarah gets woken up later by some explosions and a helicopter and shit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Goes downstairs looking for uh, an explanation. She's freaked out by the news. She's yep. been talking about it during the day. Yeah. Goes to the neighbor's house and is a little too inquisitive. Follows this trail of blood well, in. Be- before that, right, she turns a TV on and it says, stay indoors. Right, yeah. Like, yeah it's the, like, Girl, what the hell are you doing? It's Full. the emergency broadcast yeah, yeah. kind of thing. Yeah. Which this is, I mean, 
this is kind of weird to think that this is kicking off. And as we've seen in real world in the last couple of years, mm-hmm. you know, the emergency broadcast system wouldn't get turned on. There'd be yeah. Gal Gadot and a whole bunch of other <laughs> celebs <laughs> yes. singing Imagine Who's yeah. being broadcast around the clock. Like yeah. Jessica Simpson. <laughs> yeah. Is, uh, <laughs> imagine there's some fungus. <laughs> so... Uh, or it'd be their, like, you know, governor or something, you know, showing up in a North Face jacket, being like, yes. hey, yeah. everyone, the case numbers for the cordyceps fungal infection today are um, 150,000. <laughs> it, it is weird. Like, it's going to be hard not to, to talk about it during the show because of the nature of what it is. But, like, when you're getting, when we go to the, like, Fedra camp later mm-hmm. on, mm. you know, curfew times and, yeah. like, public hangings for uh, yeah. disobeying the lockdown rules. It's yep. like, it's hard to make a show like this now that doesn't come across as a little bit like, yeah, man, they fucking fucked us with that virus <laughs> yeah, shit, dude. This is where it's right, heading. Right. Yeah, I was starting to turn into a zombie, but I really didn't want to miss my cousin's wedding. So I just <laughs> yeah. went, it's fine. It's just, you know, it makes you feel a little cloudy. I couldn't yeah. freakishly gape my maw with a mask on. <laughs> it fucking felt weird. You so. don't see any anti-vax protests in this show, though. I think pr- everyone's would be pretty much like... I think that's the... the I don't tw- want to get it. Yeah, yeah, the 20-year time jump is to thank for that. Yeah. I'm, sure <laughs> yes. I'm sure like right after... This scene that we're watching, there would have been. Yeah, yeah. Well, and you know what? Two thousand three, we're pre-Twitter, pre-bullshit. Oh yeah, mid, true, like, true. A lot of people couldn't have gotten quite as radicalized as they did. Right. When's bird flu? That's around here, isn't it? Uh, it's back again too. It's two thousand. Mm. I reckon six was yeah bird yeah. flu. Yep. Then like you're talking ten or eleven for swine. Yes, mm. yes, yes. Anyway, yeah. um, you got a trail of blood and uh, the the sweet old man has had his neck bitten out. Yep. Yeah. And the. Uh, Quiet old lady is biting out the other lady's neck. Yeah. Big glump of hair in her mouth, disgusting looking. That <sighs> looked cool. I thought that was a really yeah, yeah, cool very, effect. Very Repulsive. disgusting. Mm. Yeah. And we get our first uh, sense during this next sequence of what type of zombies these are. Mm-hmm. And they're the klutz fast type. Yeah. They're the really, they're the fucking jackass trip over everything, yeah. knock mm-hmm. into things, yep. sprint at you. Yeah. They can, they can yeah. navigate their way like down a corridor and around a corner. But then once they're out and just in the clear, yeah. they'll fall over about eight times. Yahoo yes. serious yeah. motherfuckers, <laughs> yeah. Mr. Accidents. <laughs> <laughs> like one of them later on literally like rolling along on like a, a drinks cart at a yeah. restaurant. Yeah. Um, and so Sarah's freaked out by this, runs outside, and, and, and Joel and Tommy are here in the pickup truck. Mm. Yep. Uh, and have to club their first, is this a person, what's going on? Right. Tommy's uh, got the gun. He says, what are we doing, Joel? Joel just comes in with the big wrench and yeah. just goes wackadoo. Yeah. yeah. We're killing. We're, we're hitting killing. people in the head. What do you think we're doing? <laughs> Did I stutter? <laughs> You didn't say anything, Joel. (laughs) So the answer's no. I'm like, Joel Joel kicks in here from being like, oh, I can't wake up. I need my eggs. I don't like pancakes, whatever. (laughs) Right, right. He is now in, the only thing that matters here is protecting Sarah. Yep. They they drive up. He's in combat mode. Are we to assume that both of the brothers uh, are veterans? It seems like it. The way that Tommy's holding his gun and everything, he he seems to know what he's doing. Like he takes a very accurate shot later on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I uh, I grabbed the PlayStation controller off Ben's coffee table and I mashed the X button at the same time (laughs) that he swung the wrench. So I kind of felt like I was a little bit more immersed in this scene than maybe you guys were. No, that's fair. That's fair. (laughs) It was the first time you've actually connected as well. (laughs) And we get like, you know, people coming out of their houses going like, Joel, what's going on? And Joel 
ignoring everyone, yelling them like, get get the fuck back inside. Get inside, you know, like, but you're not coming with us. There's a there's a family yeah. on the side of the road as they drive away, and he's mm. like, fuck them. We've mm-hmm. got to we're we're out for ourselves here. Burning yes. house that they drive past. Oh, that was a beautiful image. Yeah, like, it 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 looks great. This show, yeah. it looks real, honestly. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I, I so oh, we didn't say either that this is by the the showrunners of Chernobyl. Right. The, the miniseries that came out a, a few years ago now. And, I mean, that they would have loved that 68 opening. That's right in their wheelhouse, the Chernobyl yep. people. Mm-hmm. But that their ability in that show to recreate, you know, 80s, 80s Russia yeah. uh, was well, pretty much impeccable. Or Ukraine. Soviet Union. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, and Time. and it, it it's yeah it's continuing in this a much more difficult you know uh, reality to to execute mm. right it's it's because they've got some so we get this really um, like tense and exciting sort of not car chase because they're not being but like mm. car escape where it, it it's mostly shot from inside the cabin of the car which is like so uh, places you in it mm. and is so. Uh, much more terrifying to have these big, you know, planes falling out of the sky and people oh, running yeah. around and not be milking it necessarily to be focusing on the scared faces of the people in the car right, and, and right. the feeling of like being trapped and, and trying to escape. It really fucking works the yeah. way they shoot this whole thing. It, um, I, the rest of the show uh, as well, once we time jump, uh, was giving me serious children of men vibes yeah, yeah. Uh, they don't quite do the you know the single take you know single shot thing with the chase but no like you say it is a similar feeling of putting you as close to being within that action as you can you're at least locked in this cabin the whole time yeah which mm. is like yeah as as close as mm. it would be fucking insane to film this whole thing one shot oh my god there'd be no way but yeah. so they yeah all the roads are blocked they cut like all the highways are completely jammed they go off road they go mm-hmm. through a field they end up in the city. Oh, that's something they talk about is that the apparently this is just kicking off in the in the cities. Yeah, in the, yes. in the city of yeah. Austin. That's where yes. people are getting sick. They're out in the burbs. Sarah's like, are we sick? Are we okay? Mm. And they're like, you probably you have, have to, to spend go to a lot city. of time in the city. And that's yeah. the old lady from next door. She'd been going into the hospital. So yes. they surmise yeah. that's where she got it. But then you see this moment of Sarah worrying that maybe she is sick because she's gone into the city to go to the watch repair right. place. Yeah, right. Um, and then, yeah, they. Uh, what happens? They get into the city and then their car is immediately wrecked. A plane uh, oh, that's yeah. crashes yes. behind them and, like, Oof. a part of the fuselage or whatever smashes into their car. Fucking, that was so cool. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, we, we talk about, yeah, like it being feeling so immediate and real. And then also, you do get these spectacular. A jumbo jet crashing right. into Main Street. Mm. It was, yeah. And, like, you're getting this. A, a, a big disaster for Joel, especially uh, with plane crashes being involved that leads years later to government overreach. And you know what I mean? Like the yeah. parallels that they're making between, yeah. you know, the, the terrorist attacks. And, and Sarah's first thing is like, is this terrorist? What's yeah, happening? Yeah, yeah. Um, it's really, it's, it's so like current of for the time, you know, it's yes. so in that reality. Yeah. yeah. And it really fucking... So it works when they crash. Sarah's leg is broken. Her ankle's broken. 
Tommy gets separated from them. They have to run mm. to the river. They like are avoiding a fucking uh, one of the guys. Oh yeah, a, a, a zombie guy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I loved this. A little one of the guys after them that are all yeah. munching around, and one of them just goes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> just yeah, a little pops meerkat. up like a little meerkat. Yeah, <laughs> the, yeah. The way that they're moving is is that the fast type of zombie, the twenty eight days later thing, mm-hmm. is yep. my preferred. Flavor of I, zombie. I think it's the more scary flavor, yeah. um, for sure. Or like tense, right? It creates that feeling of tension. Could have, it could be just some guy with a gun, but you know, someone chasing you like that so viciously is. It seems unstoppable. Yeah, yeah it seems yes. like there's just, and it would have been like they're running away and they are saved briefly by um, the military. Who we've seen that the military is here. We've seen jets fly over. Yes. We've seen yep. Yep. or this huge row of. Yeah, like tanks and whatever blockades them. and stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And there's uh, like one soldier down by the river where they were going to meet Tommy, and he shoots the the guy after them, and then raises his flashlight intimidatingly up towards Joel and Sarah. Takes a couple of orders, like says, "There's some people here. One of them's hurt," and is clearly given the order, "You need to kill everyone who's injured." Yes, and it's brutal. Mm. This is like. A fucking huge opening volley to do for a story yeah. Yeah. is to have this father and daughter. The daughter's very likable. They're clearly very attached, obvious. But like, she the, he fires around or like a burst of bullets off. They roll down a hill. Yep. Tommy shows up at the last second to like shoot this well, soldier like at the minus last second. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like, hey, they, <laughs> true. Maybe before the burst of uh, machine gun fire. Yeah, because they'd like agreed to meet down by the river, so it makes sense. Yes, he's there, and he manages yes. to get the sh- soldier before he shoots Joel. But Sarah has been really fucking shot and dies in Joel's arms. Yeah, at, like heartbreakingly too. The 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 Pedro Pascal is a really good fucking actor, and yep. I forget her name. Who's playing Sarah? But Nico Parker. I she does it was. a great job. Yeah, and yeah, shame that she won't be back in no. the show. I don't know if we'll get flashbacks or whatever. Possibly, right? Yeah. Right. Well, and also like it is a long episode, like we said. But yeah, all this segment. This is thirty-five minutes or so, just right. about worth yeah. of the episode. Yeah, a huge chunk of it devoted yep. to if you were watching this completely. Um, clean. Mm. This yeah. could have really snuck up on you. Yeah, you spent so yeah. much time with this family at the start. Yes, totally. Uh, so Sarah dies, and we we jump forward twenty years. Yep, into uh, the current year, twenty twenty three. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's now. Damn, it's now. However, it don't it don't look like now. <laughs> Things different. Yeah. Oh, I don't know about that. <laughs> I've not been to Boston because, like, so yeah, the, true, the true. opening is set in, in Texas, and Joel, we see later, has somehow made his way up to, to Boston. But we get mm-hmm. the scene set for us really fucking well with this kid sort of wandering the oh, ruins yeah. of, of Boston. And They go uh, from Austin to Boston. Yeah. Do you reckon that's on purpose, that rhyme? Damn. Mm. Yeah, I don't know. I guess if you to, were making I'm desperately like a trying to think of a third city, <laughs> Gloucestershire. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they got to you got to be making a song up about lost it, in right? translation. Yeah, so I'm feeling was, lost was that out in, in before two thousand three? You know what? I reckon that was a two thousand three movie. It might Damn. have been. Yeah, yeah. Watch Lost in Translation. <laughs> went from Austin to Boston, mm-hmm. and. Uh, <laughs> 
end of song. <laughs> <laughs> but we get this uh, like uh, little kid wandering up to little uh, wolf man looking motherfucker. Yeah. He, was, like, he was giving me teen wolf vibes. Little kid out of the wild. He's he's got he's not had a haircut for a while. It seems cool little shoes on. Yep. yep. Clearly, you know, has been through the ringer. Mm-hmm. Uh, is is not looking super well. Collapses in front of these guards in front of this enormous uh, concrete. Wall mm. that has this like really ironic welcome written over it mm-hmm. that they've you know repurposed a traffic light to to be a red green indicator of locked and unlocked. Yep. yep, yep. It looks shabby. It looks shitty. But there's like you know big SWAT team military looking kind of guys guarding it, and it says on on the front quarantine zone. Yes, uh, and they take this kid inside, and uh, he sits down with one of the uh, the 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 women who's one of these. Uh, guards, customs agents. They yeah. run through the TSA. Mm. We see a uh, like a couple of posters on the wall about like signs of infection that are right. kind of like right. not handwritten. They're clearly you know they've been printed up. You would assume kind right. of early on in this all kicking off. It's like uh, you know sing happy birthday while you wash your hands. <laughs> <and> <laughs> <laughs> it, it's got like an indication that depending on where you get bitten, yeah. it takes a different amount of time to to turn. Mm-hmm. Yep. It seems like it's like 24 to 48 hours in the leg, mm. eight hours in the arm, like 15 minutes in the neck, something like that. Yeah, yeah. Things to look out for. Eating brains. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Very, very bad. Yes. <laughs> Nipple play only takes two minutes, by the way. The uh, and this kid gets like a, a check with some big uh, Star Trek fucking... Mm. Recorder, what are they called? Transponder? No, there's a word they use. Grandsponder. That's the one. <laughs> Tricorder. Oh, that's from Star Trek. Okay. Mm-hmm. My laminated cool card. It's getting taken back. <laughs> but I gotta uh, say, in in terms of that tech, that yes. piece of technology, being able to work out that you've turned, mm. given that we kind of see everything in the world just kind of like blew up when this kicked off, mm-hmm. there's a part of me that goes, how did they make that? It yeah. looks how like did it's they a develop little... this new thing? Because we hear later on that they've still got some factories going. There's one that makes pills True. and bullets up. That's Atlanta. right, yeah. And like, well, that is like specifically contraband. So it's right. almost, yeah, it's stranger almost. It looks like there's a, it's like a blood test. Yeah. And it either, yeah. The whole screen goes red. Isn't that fucking what Elizabeth Holmes got done for? For pretending that she could make one of those machines? <laughs> oh, I'm thinking of Enola Holmes. <laughs> like, what mystery did she <laughs> get embroiled yeah, in? Yeah, that was her thing. Uh, fucking whatever that company was called. I don't, I don't know. It was that. It was like an instant blood test that could test for anything. But oh, yeah, okay. yeah. The, right? the series The Dropout yeah, is yeah. about. Yes, yes, yes. Yes, yeah. yes correct. Well, in this world, it can test you for mushrooms. Uh, yeah, and, and then this was brutal. We we see Joel again, first time we've well, seen him since first, the time jump. This kid gets like they, they're like, hey, just a bit of medicine that will get you your favorite yes. food. This kid's tied into the chair. They yeah. him in and and uh, they give him this injection in the neck, and then yeah, we see yeah. Joel again. Yeah, twenty years older, a little grey, mm-hmm. absolute a, zaddy. Yeah, he's got a job. Uh, <laughs> that means zombie daddy. Got a oh. job taking bodies off this uh, off this truck, and what uh, a job! He's <laughs> fucking hell. Uh, his friend who he's with, she kind of looks at him and she goes, oh, I can't I can't do this one. And look down, it's the little kid, and he chucks him onto the fire. Yeah. Absolutely Jeez. brutal stuff. Yeah. They're really letting you know early on, like, kids die in this world. Right. Yeah. It's usually the one thing that's, like, you know, verboten in most, even, like, zombie media and stuff like that. Right. It's, you don't often see kids die. And mm. especially, like... And if thank you t- fuck you're doing this. <laughs> <laughs> Finally. Yeah. <laughs> So yeah, Joel, pretty uh, 
uh, unflinchingly, yeah, yeah. He chucks this kid into the fire, picks up his um, like ration vouchers for his work. He hasn't lost his work ethic. Mm. He's asking for more work. He's clearly saving up for something here, right? Because we find out uh, a little bit after this, and we get like sort of some shots of this uh, quarantine zone, of right? People looking dirty as hell. Yep, the buildings are all run down. Everything's. Very post-apocalyptic. Yep. Yeah, you know, some people uh, painting over a firefly mm. symbol. Yeah, we find out that that later on, it's like this sort of uh, cool-looking, very angular Banksy. S- yeah, stencil mm. sort of thing. Yeah. Uh, for yeah, something called the fireflies. We don't really fully get what that is until a bit later on. But he, yeah, yeah I, th- I think all the world like the. <laughs> The hanging stuff is fucked up, but it also is really effective at, at yeah. telling you exactly what kind of world you're living in, yeah. uh, you know, in, in 2023 in The Last of Us. And we've had public hangings in the past. Mm-hmm. No reason they couldn't come back in a post because, you know, you get the impression that this is a little bit feudal. Yeah. yeah. It's a very, very uh, military presence sort of you are locked down and under the rule of this of dictator dandra yeah. <laughs> just, just, yeah yeah just a reminder that there is a personality type that's just like right just there's just always been into that that it's like right. the first time they heard that news about jakarta they're like i got a good feeling public hangings are coming back off yeah. the back of this yeah <laughs> i'm gonna be front and center with the rope <laughs> ready to go uh, yeah and joel is um Taken away by this one of one of the 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 the, the gun toters, mm-hmm. yep, and does a little drug deal with him. This uh, yes. BJ Novak ass <laughs> motherfucker, and there's like a uh, uh, <laughs> like a joke earlier that Sarah goes like, "I deal drugs, I deal hardcore mm. drugs." Oh yeah, which like you know ridiculous joke for how mm-hmm. would you imagine earning money that way, mm. which Joel twenty years later is currently in the process of. He's gotten him some not oxy but something else, yeah, some pills. But yeah, so his work ethic, like you say, is is better than ever. Like he's not just doing, you know, the getting his hands dirty. He's he's getting his morals dirty as well. He is, yeah. uh, it looks like, a smuggler of some kind. And he's a fucking hard ass. Yes. Like the guy tries to give him five tokens short, and he's mm. immediately like, no, five. Yeah. Yep. Blah, blah, blah. And he's looking for a car and a car battery. Yes. We hear is what he's working towards. Yeah. Um, I wonder why. Well, do you want to find out? <laughs> I'd love to, later? yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I liked this just He's like, going to drive around the country looking for another city that runs with Austin. Oh, there's got to be one out there. <laughs> <laughs> Never give up hope. <laughs> it's just Boston and Austin, Joel. This is ridiculous. <laughs> no, on the West Coast, maybe. Seattle? Mm. Joel, no. <laughs> Not even close. That's the opposite. Just sound it out, brother. <laughs> <laughs> what if we rename Portland? <laughs> You can't. Boston. It's gone. Oh. Yeah. Um, so he, he makes that deal and we, we, we see like, uh, we, we, we cut to another new character, which is Tess. Here mm. We find out. And she's have it, she's been like bailed up and, and, and beaten up and, and put into this like kind of interrogation-y situation yeah. with this guy called Robert. Yep. Who is like trying to tell, like he fucked her over that it, during this conversation they have. Mm. He sold the battery that she was going to have. And she's like, Let's just drop it. I know you fucked me. I've fucked other people in the past. We'll call it a wash. I just want to forget about it. Mm. And he is uh, real anxious. Yes. He's real nervous that that's not going to be the end of it. She's like, okay, I'll drop it. He's like, fuck you. No, you won't. Yeah. And he's afraid of Joel. Yeah, I can tell my boys to apologize, but your boy is not going to let it lie. Yeah. He's a big hard ass. Yeah. <laughs> he's a scary man. He's not going to stop until there's only, until I'm the last of us. And then he she says, say that. Oh. Yeah. 
clicker. <laughs> she is uh, uh, Anna Torv is the actor from Mindhunter. Right. Fringe. She's an Aussie, I believe. Oh, okay, wow. Cool. Yeah. Uh, and try and get her on this. Oh, okay. In Australia, would be enough. Yeah. Okay. Let's it try. It should be. You'd like to think it would be. <laughs> From one true blue okay to another. <laughs> Come on, our podcast called Clicker. I barely know her. G'day, love. Now tell us about this bloody zombie show you're in. Bit of fun. <laughs> Fucking hell. Now is that all makeup, or did they have to bash you? <laughs> so um, I, I like her as an actor, and I, yeah, I've forgotten she was in this, and uh, is a pleasant surprise. She's good in this. She's doing a great job of like similar to Joel, another sort of hard ass, just like yeah. Hey, the world's fucked. Just let's adapt. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, a real survivor, and we literally see her survive a big blast. Of yeah, the, uh, uh, one of the Fedra vehicles outside. Yes, because they've been sort of you've 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 seen bits and pieces of whispers or whatever of like um, these fireflies that they were painting over one of their symbols, uh, doing terroristy shit. Right. We find out later, you know, it's the classic. They think they're freedom fighters. They're right. trying to liberate this quarantine zone. But there's there's bombings going on around this area. At the yeah, moment. And I gotta say, I, I, I like a couple of early reviews of the show that I read mentioned that some of this stuff was kind of like raced through a bit quickly, especially oh, really? for people who haven't played the games. Like they might get lost by the like Firefly and Fedra stuff. But oh. so, so far, I think that's like. I think it's fine. I think it's – and obviously that might change, but, like, right. you can't be too on the nose about – you know, it's like, you get it. It's right. quarantine zone. There's a military, you know, police. Yep. And then are, there's people that things. go, that, that sucks. Right. Yeah. <laughs> we and disagree. It it's, it, because they're so, it's so, they're so tropey, you know. It's yeah. like it doesn't really matter if they're called the Fireflies or something else. You you should understand what, yeah. what they and are. We, we see their actions laid out pretty specifically where, like, this explosion goes off and there's a ton of troops there straight away. Yep. Uh, they arrest Tess. Um, she, you know, goes with her hands up and stuff. But, like, a bit later on, we, we see uh, Marlene, who we learn is the sort of head of the firefighters in this area. Yes. Uh, planning out and... In the fucking Boston area. Yeah, that's hey, the thing. <laughs> there don't seem to be any actual Bostonites left yeah. in Boston. Well, that's true. It seems like people, I guess, have moved around a lot. If they've gone yeah. from Austin to Boston, people that's from true. Boston have gone to Austin and had a rhyme swap. I don't know if I'm in Austin or Boston. Um, <laughs> and I Keep guess, it weird, kid. <laughs> <laughs> we do know that people in the cities were the first to get hit, so... Maybe this, you know, a lot of people who lived there died. And mm. sure. yeah, you're right. People are moving around, finding somewhere safe. And I suppose if you've got like these big concrete walls with huge military presences there, uh, you're not going to have an enormous number of those. They, they maybe can't be in every city. So if they exist, people are getting shipped from this wider area to the Boston. Yep, one true. Yep. Or yeah, meeting yep. a meeting a died in the wall Bostonite in this mm. in this world and just being like. Man, you didn't move around at all when right. things were kicking off. That's actually it's pretty yeah. sad, don't yeah, you think? Yeah, that's embarrassing. <laughs> it's really pretty lame. Yeah. <laughs> Every day I wake up and the best part of my day is thinking you've gotten out of the quarantine zone. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, yeah the, the explosion goes off and, and, and Tess is sort of caught up in the middle of it. See, yeah. Sees that Robert has escaped via this trail of blood. Yes. Mm-hmm. Is initially clearly going to seek him out. And then gets uh, apprehended. And yeah, along with the the Firefly stuff, we do and the Fedra stuff, we do see like the other people are like kind of clear or like want to be clear. Like I'm not a Firefly, you know. It's not like everyone's right. part of the resistance. Yes, uh, resistance. Like people are like, yeah, I'm not wanting these fucking te- you know terrorist Firefly people. Like I just want to get by. And they've got their sort of like look to the lights, like semi cultish kind of yes. Uh, 
like Joel gets hit up by one later on who comes door knocking and he's like, hey, yeah. dude, if you tell me I'm going to, I need to follow the light. I'm going to knock your yeah. jaw off. Yeah. If you tell me the good news. I would I never be sp- able to be a hard ass. <laughs> I'm going to knock your jaw off, buster. <laughs> I'm going to box your ears, you naughty fellow. <laughs> I'm going to give you six of the queen's finest. <laughs> I'm going to pull your pants down and give you a bare bottom spanking. <laughs> then you'll be sorry. The queen is still alive in this world, by the way. That's why I said the queen's finest. It wasn't yeah, just right. that I forgot. <laughs> right. Uh, so imagine if, I mean, well, no, because she just died of like natural causes recently. She like, could have still died in 20. 22 yeah i suppose yeah 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 i wonder if it would have been like when you know like if tom hanks turned into a clicker oh immediately yeah oh, well right to signal the start of held the, up production of the elvis movie yeah <laughs> they just had to wait until he was not a clicker anymore right, or he just, right. they just film around it tom cruise on oh. set being like you need to wear your masks or else we're gonna have to shut down but <laughs> yeah yeah oh, that no. shot in the elvis movie where it's like he's what <laughs> <laughs> He's infected. <laughs> so uh, we we see all of that, and I agree that like they've obviously left. They've not spelled stuff out with people going like, you know, like the fucking TV thing. It is a very tropey thing to have news or TV people tell you the mm. exact plot of what's going on to get you set up, and that is how they start this. Right, you know, with but it's hey, a hard thing to do. That's how you'd find out. It's right. diff- It's that or like a scrolling fucking wall of Star oh, Wars yeah. text mm. yeah. to give people context. But um, well, they don't the do game- that with Fedra and with Fireflies and whatever. No one goes like, oh, it's been 20 years and it's crazy how we're still loving under Fedra rule. <laughs> right. It stands for Federal Enforcers of whatever. Yeah, Yeah, because the game had like a credit sequence where... News a lot articles. of news kind of stuff right. was kind of flashing up as all the creative team was coming up yeah. right, right, for right, like right. a few minutes. But Spinning yeah. newspapers flying <laughs> towards you. <laughs> Baseball Headline. prodigy makes it big. <laughs> Headline, brains. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. The editor-in-chief, uh, he's turned. They're so uh, biased. How could you tell, Tommy? How could you tell, honestly? You're getting With seized. Murdoch in charge. <laughs> Just opinion pieces in the news these days. Um, so we see all of that and then we go over to... A little girl locked up to a radio. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, stuck in this, um, you know, there's a lot of housing here in Boston that seems to be pretty... It doesn't seem like Fedra are going through and sweeping buildings necessarily. Right. Because it seems like at least the Fireflies here have their own little, little base, little apartment block or something even, yeah. We don't know necessarily that this is where Ellie is now, but there is a one of those when you're lost in the darkness thing spray painted on the wall. But a mm-hmm. woman comes in and is asking her to count to ten. Right. Clearly doing a... A, a zombie check? A zombie check, mm-hmm. yes. Um, and she's calling herself Veronica, mm-hmm. I think, at this point. Yep. Oh, yeah, where's Jughead? <laughs> and they... Uh, is that from Jughead? Where is Jughead? <laughs> Where is Jughead in this in this oh universe? Oh god, yeah. Do you think Riverdale was produced? I don't I think Riverdale not. would have been no. produced, but the yeah. Archie comics definitely would exist. Yeah, true. They'd be flapping around in the breeze. <laughs> <laughs> Somewhere on a pile of bones. Someone finds it and thinks it's a religious text. So there's just like a bit where they travel into some city and just everyone's wearing the little paper crown thing that oh. Jughead has. Oh yes. <laughs> The show's so grounded. <laughs> um, but so we we briefly see her. She's clearly under suspicion of being infected. And yep. they've been do- and they've clearly been doing this test on her for like 
five days, days in it. Like yeah, days and yeah. days and days and days. She's yeah. very off it. She's very uh, combative to them. Mm-hmm. They ask her to count to ten. She does this. I, I thought cool. this was the best part of the show. Oh, this was <laughs> she goes cool. one through eight, mm-hmm. and then w- when you think she's going to go nine, ten, she well, goes, that would be the next in the sequence. Yeah. Well, that's what it is. Yeah. So yeah. I thought, yeah. uh, you know, I was about to go to the toilet because I was like, well, I know what's happening from <laughs> here. <laughs> she said, two seconds. And <laughs> <laughs> then, thank God I stayed. Yeah, point, yeah. Because instead, she says, "Fuck you." <sighs> and this is Ben. Now I'm going to tell you what she said. <laughs> <laughs> this is. Uh, Bella Ramsey, yes. who, like Pedro Pascal, also went through Game of Thrones. Yeah. Mm. She was Leanna Mormon in that. And she is, uh, yeah, this this girl who we find out later is called Ellie. And she's doing a great job, I think. Yes. Yeah. Very, she's like, very, the spirit of the character is is perfectly portrayed, I feel like. Yeah. It's like, obviously doesn't look that much like her, but that, yeah, is playing the character in, in her own kind of way that is just, just as, yeah, convincing and, and interesting. Like... Confident and like, take no shit. Very observant. We see later right. on. Yeah, clearly right. clever. Yeah. Well, we were saying before we started watching the episode that uh, how much of a relief it is having had in the last year an adaptation, a film adaptation of Uncharted, which right. is another video game. Uh, terrible movie. Not made, to yeah, yeah. made by the yeah. same uh, uh, people that made the Last of Us video game. If if anyone didn't know that, and it's terrible. And yeah. the main character in that could not be. It may as well just have been a different, a different script, a different thing. Like yes. a different guy does not embody any of the same characteristics or vibe or flavor at all. And these two, even though they look different, but mm. they they still they're like. Yeah, they're spot on. If you yeah. have an attachment to these characters already, these these two just are doing a great job. They just really register as believable. But yes. neither of them feel like they're doing any kind of imitation at no. all. No. Both of these characters feel like they are coming to similar conclusions given similar uh, like source life material exp- yeah. as yeah. the first group of actors. Um, and they're doing yeah, they're doing an awesome job. We see Joel uh, cutting in a line here. Oh yeah, yeah. Jumping yes. a queue. He's clearly He's got his connections, right? He's 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 set up in town. Yeah, he's the guy who do, do, you know he does the favors. People you know. know him. People, people know like him. him. You know, a lot of people in this world they have a thing called main character syndrome. Mm. And in, but in this case, in terms of Joel from The Last of Us, he's actually not wrong. Yeah, he is the main character. And a few of them have side character syndrome <laughs> where they're a bit less well drawn. Happy to get blown up or shot in the head. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, I, part of the deal that uh, Joel did with the the Fedra officer before, I think, was where he get he gets like a little baggie of something uh, in return, right? Well, where did he get those? He he got joints. The, yeah, the, yeah. The the cop guy gave him joints because right. he five gave the cop guy pills. dollars. That's right. Inverted commas short. Yes, yeah. yes. Um, so he's got he's got a little you know um, pay it forward <laughs> system going on where he's the guy. He's the guy, and he's come to the other guy who's got the radio. Very prisony, yeah. Too. yeah. Yes, Very he's, huge he's line. The guy can set you up, yeah. Um, and I, so is this is this meant to be? Uh, yeah, huge line. People waiting to see this guy, yeah, because he's monitoring all the radio transmissions. So this is people wanting to know, yeah, friends and family. Has anything come in about them? Can you send a message back? Right, all that kind of this stuff. This seems right? to be yeah, exactly like the communication. Dude, yep. he has a little bit of world building syndrome. Because <laughs> <laughs> like he's like, I oh, get my smart son to stay up at night. But uh, so yeah. in case that was a question that a viewer might have. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. I've also got a dumb son. <laughs> for some reason. Yeah. But uh he has been 
unable to hear from Tommy. They're talking about Tommy. Yes. There's some How did you feel about that, Tommy? Being constantly referenced in the show. Oh, it was the most confusing hour and 20 minutes of my entire yeah. life. I kept yeah. thinking your TV was talking directly to me. Yeah. What do you and mean you haven't heard from him? Simply listen to the podcast Clicker I Barely Know Her <laughs> and you can hear all the latest. <laughs> oh my God, I'm just realising there might be a world in which podcasts don't exist. They're, it never happened here. Yeah, wow. That's, really? Yeah. 2000? I feel like there'd be one or two out there no, in 03. Not, not yet. Really? Nah, yeah, it would be... Do yeah, we have the, the special Ricky Gervais edition? show had been done on XFM but was, had not yet been turned into oh, a podcast. Right. That's right. That's but right. signaling the beginning of the end. <laughs> Wait, do you mean people don't... Do, do you they mean this is also yet. a world where the uh, special edition U2 iPod doesn't exist? <sighs> that would exist, I think, by 2003 maybe. But September, you know what? It was? Actually, no. Yeah, yeah right. It, it, that would have been 2004, I reckon. I think oh. How to Dismantle an Atomic Bomb is 2004. Yeah, fuck. I think you could be right. It's so either three or four. People are walking around with iPod classics with just music, no yeah. podcasts, and no How to Dismantle Jet, an Atomic Jet Bomb. Are, Jet have launched. Yeah, Jet, yeah. Jet have put, put out their debut album. They've got the yes. ads... They've got their song in the iTunes ad by this point. Right. Thank God. <laughs> yeah. Yes. <laughs> Rollover DJ is one of the last songs yeah. ever mass produced so, and printed. Honestly, c- culture had peaked anyway. So <laughs> yeah, exactly. why not? Why not on the there? downturn. <laughs> I think you've got the simple life oh, already sure. on, on the air. Mm-hmm. Damn. If Paris this, looking at that burning barn and being like, that's hot. You know what? If this, let's say this podcast becomes just a massive smash hit, <laughs> okay. far eclipsing everything else we've ever okay. done. All right. And sure. so by the time the show is finished, it's like, hey, we can't just stop doing this. We mm-hmm. got we to gotta keep this rolling. We just turn this into a just every week, hours long discussions about what was happening. <laughs> like, what, well, like culturally, what right. the world would be like if everything had stopped on September the twenty third, two thousand and three. Twenty six. Twenty six. Sorry, yes. please. I was fourteen. Uh, the the so like 16. for example, Tom York, if he's still oh, alive yeah. in this world, yep. they've released um, "Hail to the Thief." Yep. There's still right. photos of George Bush in classrooms, and yes. it's very mm-hmm. relevant at the time. Mm-hmm. And they've already written and performed nude live, but in Rainbows never comes out. So if you're traveling and you run into Tom York on the road, like Ed Sheeran in Game of Thrones, he might have been able to sing you in Rainbows. Wow. Well, okay. That means the pay-as-you-want model has never been launched. No, either. but I guess that's just <laughs> the barter no system which they've no gone back to. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> if you can give him enough Oxycontin, wow. he'll sing it for you. Okay. Guys, I mean, we could be stepping on some future storylines that are coming up in The Last of Us TV show. Let's be honest. <laughs> okay, and again, yeah. if this show becomes, not just not this podcast, but this HBO show becomes yes. massive, yeah. as what happened with Game of Thrones, Ed Sheeran, are the National in it at some point? In Game yes. of Thrones, yes. yeah. Yeah, I, yeah, I just finished watching it. I completely missed when they showed I think up, they perform at a certain wedding. Okay. Yeah. I think they're the band. Uh, right? okay. Is that right? I think that's true, yes. Yeah. Well, yeah, we could see all of this stuff. So I would love to start seeing a bit of flashbacks to just <laughs> life on the road, end of 2003. <laughs> I don't know about this. <laughs> I don't know, like Jim Carrey travelling, performing The Grinch oh. for people around Christmas time. Yes. That's actually fucking a sick Yeah, idea. this yeah, is awesome. Exactly. Let's see what happened to all the people we knew about in 2003. Mm. What's Johnny Knoxville doing? Well, you know, Ooh. similar to Game of Thrones, you know, there's two Last of Us video games and they just, you know, they're trying to do an adaptation. Mm. They run out of source material. Right. And then they're like, we just got to, we got to pad this out until mm. the third game comes out. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yeah, Joel hears there's nothing, no news about Tommy. It's been three weeks. Normally yes. he gets back to you the day after or whatever. Yep. 
and uh, he gets the location of a like a radio tower or something mm. or some sort of um, communication point where either Tommy is the or the ranch. news comes from. <laughs> <laughs> some sort of this is where you could find out more about Tommy, even if he's not there or something right. It was like, like the last yeah last place he passed through or something. Mm-hmm. Last last place he messaged from or something. Something like that. Yeah. Uh, and it's he, a fair distance away. Yeah, yeah. Wyoming. It's in Wyoming, which yeah. I'm not sure how far away from Boston, Wyoming is. I'm not great with my US geography. Yeah, I think it's a long way, right? Boston's uh, east coast, Wyoming's midwest. I'm going to look it up this, on Google uh, Maps. Well, he gets this map. No spoilers, Tommy. <laughs> <laughs> he's drawing his finger an awful long way across this map. That That's he gets true. He has a lot, of, circle on. a lot of drinks of whiskey, of, I, I assume, like home fermented whiskey. Right. And he's planning out a route. So to go and find out more about Tommy. So Tommy's yeah. still out there somewhere. When you're planning out a route, you shouldn't have too much whiskey. <laughs> Otherwise, <laughs> it won't it's work. Not, it's not going to go The well. car battery's going to be a dud. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, he kind of plans out this route to he's clearly going to leave town and go look for Tommy. Yep. Uh, slams a bunch of uh, whiskey and pills. I guess he's already been trying to, yeah, get the car battery in the car. Because, it, yeah, like he says, it's already been three weeks. So He's clearly been planning this for a couple of weeks or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Um, passes out His mm-hmm. watch is broken We get some shots of that yep. Yes um, Oh so many shots I think it was like Very very early oh, I guess in the 20, uh, 2003 era Apart from the clock shop There was a lot of Focusing on the time Shots yeah. I guess I don't know why Specifically That lady The the I assume wife Of the clock shop Owner mm-hmm. She comes in and goes We're closing now And then he goes But we don't close Until 7 and it's currently 3.15. <laughs> he did <Yeah>. say that. <laughs> it's very specific. Yeah. I suppose like to give us a sense of how quickly this is happening. Sure. Mm. To keep us like without thinking there's been any sort of time skip. Which yes. I don't know if we would have even thought that. But you're right. There's an awful lot of time, 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 time. Yeah. yeah. In that first bit. Yeah. And then Ellie notes later, Joel's watch is broken yep. Yep. now. Oh, bloody stop the clocks. That's what they say. Hey, still wow. right twice a day. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> Silver linings. Silver linings. Uh, it's almost like he's stuck in the past. Uh, Whoa. I almost. love the curtain <laughs> yeah, of that quite, clock though. shop being a big clock. That yeah, was, that was cool. cool. Fucking rad. But then it was like, that clock's only right twice a day. Is this a bad clock shop? Because it never moves forward. Oh, oh, if they yeah. had a functional roll-up clock on their thing, Thank even you. a fake clock. That would be clock. more professional. Mm. Mm. Was that... I couldn't... T- was that clock thing was that printed on the curtain yeah. i thought it was on the window it was like a decal on the window and then the curtain was white and oh it, it looked made like it, it rolled visible. down with yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. i thought i thought so but i wasn't looking that closely it would make sense in either position yeah yeah anyway <laughs> uh yeah joel joel goes to sleep and then uh, we see tess come home and they yeah. these two are clearly in a you know a bit more than a partnership there's clearly some Bed cuddling. I don't want to label <laughs> okay, them. Okay, bed cuddling. Wow. But she's the big spoon as well. Yeah. What do you guys think about that? Joel oh, needs cool. it. I th- yeah. Joel is lost without, uh, like, specifically probably a female in his life. I say female not because I'm on a podcast <laughs> and because I'm like, yeah, females, <laughs> but because I'm referring to both women and his young daughter. You know, right. he needs uh-huh. a feminine presence. He doesn't seem to be able to hold things together without that from what right. we see in this episode. Yep. Yep. Yeah. With his daughter and with uh, Tess here now. Yep. And she, when they wake up, kind of lays out to him, hey, here's what happened. He stiffed us on the battery. I got jumped by these fucking 19-year-olds, these fucking post-pando babies. Mm. Yep. These lunatics who grew up in this world, fucking assholes, goddamn Gen Z. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they, nice. don't, they don't call them Zoomers. 
I guess they wouldn't have had that term yet. Yeah, yeah. Or at all. Well, yes. I can't imagine. I, I assume you've got bigger fish to fry than just labelling the generations and their yeah. annoying also, little foibles. Yeah. It would probably change what you'd call them if you'd be like, yeah, post outbreak. Right. Yeah. We're not Posties. calling them Zoomers. <laughs> post yeah, Malone's. Yeah. Well, he, well, they'd be like, who the fuck is yeah. that? <laughs> um, but yeah, so they have like this, and she's. The whole time being like, now don't fly off the fucking handle. Right. Mm. I need you to take a breath and stay calm. Clearly Joel's a bit of a psycho. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's cold and he can get whatever job done, but he's 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 clearly an action man. Mm. Right. But he's also brutal. We yeah, see in this yeah. episode later on, he's a brutal man. Yeah. And we saw, it, we, we saw it from moment one of Outbreak, you know. He, right. he switches into brutal man mode. Totally. Mm. Starts hitting people in the head. Well, and he also, yeah, when they were loading that child's body off the truck, right. he was like, oh, well, yeah. it's a dead kid that's got to go on the fire. Right. Life's yeah. a bitch and then you die. <laughs> and then you get thrown on the fire. <laughs> it's, uh, yeah, definitely... He's he, and he's got just like this steely glazed kind of look. Yes, and and Tess though is utilizing that yep. now to be like because Tess clearly also very fuck you. Right, I'll do what needs to can be, be done. Can be pragmatic. Yes. maybe doesn't have quite the temper or the you know the the sociopathic thing right. that Joel has, but makes this plan to like, well, fuck this. We'll go get the battery. We'll 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 go fuck uh, Robert over. Yep. We'll sneak through the subway to get to him. We know what to do, and then we'll get the hell out of Jackson. Bring your guns. We'll we'll leave. Yeah. We'll go find Tommy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. So they make Not this Tommy Dasselow. No. <laughs> to to Although, be clear, hey, maybe I've been keeping this close to the vest, <laughs> oh, but uh, shit. you guys don't know. I might be showing up in the show. There could be two Tommies in the show. <laughs> this yeah. is why you floated the idea of like, what if they like. Had people who already existed, but just like in the show performing. Like, what if there was? Is this a world where podcasts never existed? Because if that's true, then we fucked it. Hey, I <laughs> and was, make a lot of references to podcasts. Hey, later I was on already I doing stand up before this all kicked off in the world of the show. Got in there by oh, about two wow. months. Yeah, no. And uh, okay, my so first few gigs went pretty well. So <laughs> spending twenty years being an they open mic. They might stop in at the SP. <laughs> we'll see a little poster, a little and yep. more. That's yep. me, guys. Head down to High Voltage Open Mic at the oh. Terminus Hotel in Clifton Hill. Oh hell yeah! <laughs> um, so we go back over to uh, the the what we learn is the Firefly Building. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a new like clearly in control woman here. Mm-hmm. Who her name is Marlene, and she's like v- extreme leader. Yeah, she gets questions straight away. She walks in of like, "What do we do?" And none of this makes any sense. Mm-hmm. Our people are dying. We've been fucking around having these fights for like two weeks. Mm. What's what's the plan here? And she's like, follow fucking orders is the plan. Yeah. I Fuck you, that that's answer. the plan. Follow Always what? be clickering. Yeah. yeah. I guess. Damn, None of us have mentioned clickers in this episode <laughs> once, but they'll come up. Yeah. Everyone in this room knows what they are. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But uh, she, like, overrides the orders of this, like, sort of second-in-command woman and says, you two go to the Southwest thing, which she's like, I held them back from. Right. But then does lay out for her, like, the reason that we're doing all of this other stuff is to keep Fedra away from this one area where this is where the real shit's going to go down tonight. We're leaving mm. and we've got cargo. Yes. Uh, which is what Joel wants. The cargo. Car- oh. <laughs> 
I guess he does. I guess yeah. if you're a mechanic, you're always wearing cargo pants. You're right that you've done a bit of stand-up before the <laughs> outbreak here. I am right that I've been doing this professionally for 20 years. <laughs> but so uh, there's like a note as well that when uh, yeah. the, the sort of questioning woman sees it, she's like, oh, holy shit, okay, mm. we're, let's do whatever we need to do then. It's yeah. clearly a big deal thing. Yeah. Yep. Um, Given that we find out later what, what it is, I'm surprised there's not even more of a reaction, you know? It's like, oh, this is the biggest thing that I will ever learn about in my entire it's, life. It's been 20 years at this point yeah. and you're seeing this written down and going, all right. Okay. It seems like they know I, they need to keep it super fucking quiet. Yeah. Like mm. it seems as though she has this reaction of like, oh shit, I need to not say anything and right. fall back in line. Like she turns back into a soldier, it looked like sure. me, you know, of yeah. like... This is the biggest fucking deal. Like I, I, I would have been like, "Oh my god!" Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just I would have done a few cartwheels. Yeah, exactly. And yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Baruga. Yeah, uh, they need to slap me to snap me out of it. <laughs> so we go back over. I'm a cartoon character. <laughs> we go back over to Joel and Tess, who are wheeling and dealing and getting themselves some info and mm-hmm. uh, finding out what they need to do. Uh, Joel says that I'll, I'll crack you one if you keep. Wagging your chin to me, Buster. I love yeah. that. He's so tough as hell, man. <laughs> yeah. If you keep flapping your gums, I'm gonna, I'm gonna have to give you, I'm slap you silly. Yeah, yeah. He says that, and he called him Buster. That's yeah. how tough I'd manage. And to the be. guy mm. slinks off as yeah. if to say, "Well, you, you got me. Yeah. I yeah. was gonna say that exact thing, <laughs> and yeah. I don't want to get my jaw punched in. Mm-hmm. So off I go. I, I will say, good casting for all of these bit parts. Yeah. Everyone looks like they've spent twenty years trying to stay alive. Like, yeah. Great make. Makeup and shit, yeah, too, and yeah. costuming and all of it. Like it, production just looks design is incredible. Yeah, really uh, grubby, and everyone looks desperate and tired. Yeah, and sad, and we're seeing a lot of people around with injuries, clearly, and all of that stuff. Like it's, yeah, it's. Oh, the guy with no fingers. You remember that? Oh, yeah, yeah, Done super, super well. Yeah. Um, we go back over to Marlene. Yes, who sort of lays things out with Ellie now. Um, they have this conversation where like you learn a bit more about what's going on here so like ellie is an orphan she's this is the one bit of exposition i did feel was a little rushed it was a little conveniently like yeah well i put you in an orphanage uh and then i and then now you've broken out but i I put you there to keep you safe and and it was because maybe you're like it doesn't really explain why marlene was like care like because obviously we know now mm. she's a precious she's precious cargo she has this immunity they didn't know that uh, back then though. Yeah. I assume that it's because Marlene is sort of just looking after people in the in the area right and this was like fourteen years ago or whatever right so right making sure you're looking after orphans if you're a community minded type mm-hmm. like a firefly may be mm-hmm. right. Um, I suppose made sense to me, but it did seem like, oh, okay, that's odd. But, right. Because uh, then, like, she, yeah, she's put her into basically the military academy. And then she's, it's like, oh, uh, so you were going to let her be like a Fedra soldier? Or, I don't know. Yeah. 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 It's a little bit like, ah, oh, whatever. We're just telling you the main plot points and we'll move on. Exactly. And those points are like, hey, I, I know who you are. Stop calling yourself Veronica. Right. You're Ellie. I'm going to get you out of here. I'm going to unlock you. Here's a knife. But like you need this to This also me. seems like right. something that's going to be dealt with a bit more in a flashback at some point. Possibly, yeah. kind of how it registered to me. Right. Because it is a little... Yeah, you're right. It's a little kind of... Well, and they throw a couple of like... Because um, Ellie 
she's talking to Ellie about like, so you were in a Fedra school. You mm. want to be a cop that bad? Mm. She's like, well, whatever. I don't want to be a terrorist. And she's like, oh, terrorists? Is that what you think we are? Was Riley mm. a terrorist? Mm. We don't know who Riley is That's yet. right. No. So, um, you know, we'll obviously either learn more about that or go, why didn't we learn more about that? Yeah. yeah. Why we'll include a, that if it was not relevant? We'll do a re- yeah, you, you you know, you give something the benefit of the doubt and then you do a rewatch years down the line. You're like, yeah, why is that? In yeah. There? yeah why I guess did Dutch kill that cat in the in the shield? If <laughs> Nothing Indiana, ever came of it. Yeah. <laughs> if Indiana Jones wasn't in this story, I guess it would have been exactly the same. <laughs> <laughs> that is pretty crazy, that one. Uh, the next scene on the TV version is a very cool scene. That says, um, "Hey Knox, we're only talking about the TV version." <laughs> well, I'm saying the version up on your TV was a cool scene that oh. said "network problem de- detected." <laughs> <laughs> so I'm gonna load uh, load uh, my phone up here with the episode to to keep us scrubbing through. Uh, it looks like maybe this is back online. Let's have a look. No, no, no! I've got this real quick. Don't you even worry. Phones can do anything these days. <laughs> you got this. I'm gonna call my mum and ask her what happened. <laughs> Uh, okay, we're back. So uh, yeah, we're talking. We're talking between uh, Marlene and, and Ellie. There, you're right that it is like quite a quick thing, but clearly they've got some sort of history, right? And Marlene is extremely protective of Ellie. We see over the next few bits because yes. Joel and uh, Joel and Tess work their way up through the sewers. See this big mushroom wall. Oh, oh yeah, this looks great. Yeah, there's like a guy. Who clearly this this um, disease mm-hmm. reaches some point because like Joel says something where he's like, well, he's done, he's yep. he's gone through the ring and oh yeah, he's yeah, 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 like yeah, a, yeah, the final form. Yes, he's full on freezer. He's fully fungus, and yeah, he's like stuck to the wall. Yeah, and uh, pretty hot looking. <laughs> this is a this is a kind of thing that you can see. Th- th- that was such a moment in this where I went. Oh yeah, they really know what they're doing here. Right. Like the effect of that, if that had been slightly off, you know, right. you could imagine yeah, right. yourself just being like, "Ah, that's just some, that's just some plastic stuck to a wall. That doesn't." Right. But like all the like gross, and he's like really like stuck on there. Doesn't like, it look just, like a puppet or anything. No. Exactly. Yeah, they give I was it like, like a, a real glamour shot as well. After they walk out, right, they really yeah. hold on it of like, we've nailed this. Yeah, <laughs> like this is what happens. Right. Yes. Yeah. This exactly. is what this is. This is where it takes people. Yep. And they're a bit freaked out because they're like, well, this wasn't here last time you came up here. Is that right? And then they can't quite open a door. There's blood coming through. Mm. They go through cautiously and it looks like this deal has gone bad. Mm-hmm. Right. Because we see Robert on the ground with a bullet through his cheek uh, and this car battery that was clearly... F- that Tess immediately knows. is like, well, that's a fucked car battery. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he managed to sell it twice. Little, little fucking fuckhead. Little weasel. I'm glad he got shot in the cheek. Yeah. yeah. Good thing it went through to his brain and he didn't just lose, you know, the lunch he was storing for later like a hamster. <laughs> That's probably what they were aiming for. It's but kind of ironic brain. because, you know, he was showing them quite the cheek yeah. in <laughs> trying to rip him off. There's so much great symbolism in this yeah. show. <laughs> Poetic justice. It's beautiful. And they wander through these holes and uh, Joel gets like leapt on yep. by Ellie with a knife here. He immediately is able to easily throw her to the ground. Mm-hmm. Yep. And, and Tess is like... She's got a knife, <laughs> and then just kind of quickly remembers that she's meant to be playing an American right, character, right, and like yeah. goes back into the accent. And kind of does a good accent, yeah. but yeah. You, you you would have only caught it if you were Australian, like we are. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh fucking cunt! <laughs> Jesus, she fucking came out of no. I mean, who the hell is that? <laughs> yeah, they, that's what she says. Who the hell is that? <laughs> and there's like kind of a tense standoff here between Marlene and the second in command woman mm-hmm. over there. 
Uh, Ellie's like thrown on the floor. Joel and uh, Tess are pointing their guns at Marlene. Tess and Marlene clearly know each other. Yeah, yeah. They immediately like, what are you doing here? And I could say the same of you. Mm. And uh, Joel points his gun at Ellie being like, what the fuck's happening here? And immediately Marlene is like, don't point it at her. Yeah. Point it at me. Leave it off. Don't don't fucking put her in danger. Right. Even as if it was an accident, you don't know what you're doing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They've been shot up. They're injured. Who is it? It's just that Robert's little gang and the Fireflies have had a, a, a shootout, right? Yeah, yeah. Marlene She's, says yeah. like he wouldn't take fuck you for an answer or something right. like that. Yeah. This deal has gone south. They've refused to pay. Guns have come out. And they also say like, oh, you know, Fedra in nearby. So I assume maybe like they've heard the gunshots they, or something. That's what they say. Yeah, yeah they yeah. say they'd have definitely heard this. They'll right. be on their way. They'll be here in five minutes. Yeah. So clearly the plan has gone wrong. Right. The Fireflies plan here. Yes. And how many of them? Must have been shot then. Well, that we know they've lost. I, we see some bodies in the hallway. There's only like three or four people sort of dead in the hallway. Yeah, I think. yeah. But most of the uh, fireflies aren't in this building because they're all doing those like diversion well, things. Right, yeah, true, true. Or at the place where they're going to leave from. So it makes right. sense that there's not too many people around. Yep. Um, but Marlene quickly is like, look, things have obviously gotten fucked up here. We're, we've got this girl though. We will give you the car you want. Mm. We'll give you a fucking every supply that you need. We'll give you everything you want if you, because you've been fucked here now, take her to the place where we need to get her to smuggle this kid for us. We'll yes. give you everything you need. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's fireflies at like the state building or something they say, right? Yeah, but- wherever it was. I can't remember, but wherever they needed to take her. Yeah. And then, you know, Joel and, uh, and Tess have a quick talk about it and they're like, Fireflies tend to steal a bunch of Fedra stuff. We'll get like good shit if we do this. Yeah. Mm. I guess it'll work. Let's do it. Yeah. And so they agree to to take this girl who they don't know. Mm-hmm. They don't know what it's about. Smuggle her to this area. And so they wait until like nightfall. Mm-hmm. And uh, Joel and Ellie are in Joel's house together. And I really like the like quick looks and the dynamic that these two have already. Right. Yeah. Like Ellie is super similar to Sarah. Yeah. Yeah. In a lot of ways. Yeah. Where, like she's snappy and, and like clever know, and getting yeah. one up on Joel and right. like clearly smart. And like, so she, yeah, she comes into this um, room and is looking around for like two seconds, finds this like book of uh, songs with like the a little billboard code on it. Mm. hottest, like, Number one, best hundred, yeah, but yeah, yeah, all the number one songs, yeah, 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 is able to figure out like, oh, this is clearly code, right? And I think it just said B and F, and she's like, who are Bill and Frank? Yeah, which I don't know if that was written down somewhere else or something, <laughs> yeah. but um, there she's snooping around like this kid is a bit of a shit, yes, because yeah. she's calling everyone a motherfucker. Yeah, she yeah. swore at the rain that fell on her earlier. <laughs> That's right, and is like real mouthy. Yes. A real like the sort of kid who, if had a, been alive <laughs> in my life in two thousand three, yes, would have gotten yelled at a bunch. Oh, yeah, by yeah. my by her parents. <laughs> <laughs> but so they like try to waste a bit of time there. Joel has a bit of a nap, and yeah, um, Ellie is like, "Are you talking? You sleep?" Mm. I reckon he said some fucking shit about you know some that she's gonna throw back at him later. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, Who's my pillows made of chocolate? Yum yum yum. <laughs> and I woke up and my pillow was gone. But so she, and she, to, to point out also with the code, she po- she explains what it is. It's like sixties yeah. songs is like you know one 
thing, one code. Like it's like we, we want come stuff, in, there's new we stuff. We need stuff. Or, right. 80s, 80s has a big red cross. What does that mean? Yeah. And yeah. so when he wakes up, she's like, by the way, the radio turned on while you were out and uh, some song that was like, wake me up before you go-go mm-hmm. came on and he like starts freaking out. She's like, ha, all right, so 80s means something bad's happened. I figured out your code, motherfucker. Yep. 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 Smart. Yeah. Clever kid. Yeah. Uh, not clever enough, though, to not immediately stand up when they leave the walls in <laughs> 20 seconds. Yeah. Because she's a kid. This is a kid. They've yeah. got to smuggle this kid. It's late enough that they're like, okay, it's time to go. And they, they sneak through the walls. Oscar the Gr- No, not Oscar the Grouch. He doesn't live in a sewer. <laughs> There's like some... Splinter? S- yeah, I yeah, guess. Yeah. Mutant Ninja Turtles style. Yeah. And Ellie's the teenage one. Mm-hmm. Um. They and sneak outside of the walls. She's kind of a mutant as well, if you she's ask me. She's cool but now, rude. Now, Ben, come on. <laughs> <laughs> Sneaking through the uh, the outskirts of this um, facility. They're mm. making their escape. Uh, quite tense. It's nighttime. There's mm-hmm. people looking around. Joel had gotten warning from this guy that he does the drug deals with. They're like, hey... Stay inside the next few nights. There's going to be a bunch of shit happening. Yeah. Like, we're going to be shooting everyone we see, basically. Exactly. Like, yeah. it's not a good time to be found by us. Yeah. And what but what happens <laughs> there if he not is. getting found by them? Yeah. He's having a he's having a big old slash he on is. the side of the wall. Yeah. It's specifically that guy yeah. sees them. And immediately, Joel is like, okay, let's make a bargain. Right. And, and Tess as well. Like, let's try and figure this out. And. He's like mad at them. He's telling them, I, I, I told you not to come out here. What the fuck are you doing? I don't think you can buy your way out of this. Right. Usually you get hanged for this. Like this is much more serious than just, right. you know, uh, buying joints and selling opioids. And Tess is like sort of going along with it thinking, hey, we'll be able to talk our way out of this at some yep. point. We'll have something we can give him. He's right. like, what about he's on half the off? You right. know, all the stuff in the future. And he's like, uh, what about all off? Yeah, we'll Which give you everything. so cool. <laughs> <laughs> I want 50 joints. Oh. Yeah. Wait, no, he had the joint. I want 100 pills. Yeah. yeah. Um, and he starts doing the little green box test. Yep. <laughs> mm-hmm. Taking their blood, which immediately when Ellie sees this thing come out, she's like, oh, shit, fuck. Yeah. Yeah. Freaks out. Whips out her little... Flip knife yep. that uh, Marlene had given her and whacks it into the guy's leg. Yeah. Which I reckon I wouldn't have even flinched at if I were him. No. I'd have taken it and then my leg would have gotten stronger. My if anything. leg is so strong on the outside, it just would have like glanced off the side. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, would like, hmm. I would have seen okay. it happening so quickly that I would have dodged out of the way. <laughs> she would have stabbed into the dirt and I would have been like, what did the dirt ever do to you? And I have like a cool line. <laughs> yeah. Something like that. Yeah. Like a very what you, cool line. What do you, who do you think you are, Dirty Harry? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, that's really cool because if that happened to me, I'd be in a lot of pain. <laughs> I think that's really cool that you guys wow. know that you'd react that way. Loser! Well, you're similar to this bloke, Dan. Yeah. But yeah, he gets stabbed Thank in you. the leg and, um, <laughs> like, jumps back and is pretty much fine, but, like, they all kind of stand up and he's like, all right, well, you fucked it. Yeah, there's no more deal now. Yeah. Yeah. I've got my gun pointed at you, which they really fucking spell out here. Mm-hmm. Reminds Joel of that time he had a gun pointed at him when his daughter died. Yeah. Yes. Which I don't think they needed to have that. Specific flashback, not in the same to. episode, right? Pretty like weird. It, we remember that. Yeah, it just happened before. That was one bit where I was like, "Oh, that's a bit clumsy." We yes. get it. I I agree. I agree. But um, that happens, which you know, he realizes. Well, I'm not going to let this fucking happen again. Yeah, leaps on the guy and pulverizes him. Yeah, um, goes full beast mode. He does. Oh. <laughs> that's him transforming yeah. into beast mode. Right. Yeah. Right. 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 I get uh, it. 
punches this man's face in. Yeah. A lot. Heaps. To oh. death, it seems. It does <clears throat> seem that way, yeah. He's not well. Yeah. And um, neither is Joel. No. <laughs> neither are a lot of people in this world. Well, neither Very it true. seems is That's... fucking Ellie. Yeah. yeah, Tess finds this machine. It's red now. Ellie's like, "No, no, no! I, I, I'm not. I'm okay. This is from three weeks ago." And right. she shows this like scar on mm. her arm. Yep. She's like, "I've had it for three. I'm, I'm okay. There's nothing wrong. I know it came up red, but seriously, I'm okay." And they kind of have to quickly move, but like they look freaked out by it. Joel mm. grabs the machine gun, and they walk off into some collapsed buildings. Yes, here in Boston. Yes, and that's episode one. And a little radio. Yeah, that's true. A song from "Will Blow Me Down," the decade between 1980 and 1989. <laughs> Actually, which, uh, 81 to 90 is uh, technically when a decade <laughs> happens. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so, if a song from 1980 play, you'd be like, "Oh, good, it's the 70s." <laughs> <laughs> well, hey, speaking of trouble, you're in it. Yeah. If you don't shut up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we've got. I didn't know the song, but it sounded very 80s. Yeah, that's. The, I mean, that's. Was it yeah. like jo- uh, New Order or something? something or like, yeah, you're right. It's very like yeah. clearly like, hey, people need to. Know that this is a song from the eighties without knowing specifically which year it came out. In. Right, yeah, Say no yeah. More. They've got that synth going, yeah. And you're right. So it means something bad, and they've wandered off into the wilderness now, into like a biological hazard area. There's yeah, like a fence yeah. with that. Great, which like that must have been a biological hazard area before the outbreak. If there's this fence outside with this <laughs> yeah. sign on it, <laughs> yeah, true. Yeah, and there's then- just some other medical supply <laughs> spill. <laughs> so Boston then. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> uh, and then big pan up, big uh, kind of city skyline. I loved that. Big building collapsed onto the side of the other one. Looks I really so cool. liked the the use of like it's a stormy night here, and yeah. they've got lightning flashing on Joel's face as he's punching. And yeah, like, yeah. While they're hiding, it, it it lights them up. Sometimes it looked great. Yeah. Um, it was a Depeche Mode song ah. called Never Let Me Down Again from 1987. Okay. Yeah, right. Yeah. That's smack bang in the middle. It doesn't matter how you define a decade in 87. That's right. It's the year I was born. Ain't no one saying that it goes from 76 to 86. <laughs> no. And uh, if they are, we should not be listening to them. <laughs> Great episode. Unfortunately, uh, not a single clicker in it, so we are <laughs> yep. going to be unable to upload this episode. <laughs> yeah. And uh, well, we'll catch so you next far, week. We barely know her. <laughs> That's we true. Haven't been introduced. That's true. Wow, we got to the end of the episode at, uh, at one hour twenty minutes of recording the podcast. That's which about is the length of the episode. Almost exactly how Damn. long the episode was. It's yeah. crazy. So we've gotten at the end of this. Yes. Joel. Daughter dead. Daughter dead. 20 years later, here's this girl. He's got a smuggle. She's sick, but not sick. Yeah. And the way that everyone's treating her like, damn, she's the most important thing in the world. Then she comes up red. She's got the scar on her arm. Clearly, they're like, we got to... This This is interesting. Yeah. <laughs> this, this girl is important. ain't gone zombie. Yeah. Yeah. Strap it or 5G tower. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah get her to, to, to fucking... Oh, whatever one of them. I'm glad that I've forgotten what the what the companies who made those. Yeah, uh, that's nice, isn't it? Pfizer. Pfizer. Damn it, Moderna. I barely know her. I barely know her. I barely know her. Yeah. yeah. Well, they all work. They all are. Okay. Oh, interesting. Now that's the true conspiracy. Yeah. <laughs> no, I've met her four times so far. Yeah. Um, loved it. Yeah. 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 Beautifully shot. We we so we've been talking about this on the video games podcast for a little while from when it was announced, and mm-hmm. then we've you know reacted to. Various teaser trailers and stuff. I think we were all maybe because of the general quality of video game adaptations, 
we were all a little sceptical about this needing to exist because the games are so story-driven up until mm. kind of recently. But it is nice to now finally be watching it because it feels like it's been sort of on our radar for such a long time. Yeah. And it'd just be a great show in its own right. Yeah. Totally. I think that, like, I wasn't a massive fan of Chernobyl. Right, um, right. Both the incident and the show. <laughs> okay. I found both of them to be slightly poorly paced. <laughs> and <laughs> I'm the opposite. I, well, in, and that's the in thing. In both cases. The, the, the pacing that I found a bit of a drag in Chernobyl is really working for me here. Right. Because a similarly dreary and upsetting mm-hmm. yeah. subject matter and setting, but um, the 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 way that they're hanging on everything in this and letting everything sort of, for as much as we said, there were a couple of bits where it maybe zip by and if people are saying from reviews and stuff that like the, the world building was speedy, mm. I'm finding that I'm liking how much time we're spending with the camera in a corner of a room looking at dingy wallpaper and yeah. showing yeah. us, this place sucks, here's yeah. what's happening. Yep. I'm I'm really enjoying the the mood of it. The acting is fucking fantastic. Yeah, pretty flawless across the board, I reckon. I I'm love glad that they were... I guess because this is on HBO Max, I believe, not just not airing I on... The, oh, is it just on Max? I, I have a few... Well, it, in I any case... it's 9pm Sundays okay. in the US. Yeah. Or, well, whichever US time that sure. is. Sure. Well, yeah. I guess in, either way, them having the license to make an episode that's a bit longer than mm. your standard mm. like sure. hour of tele... Like, because, yeah, this needed to be... This was very serviced by being an hour and 20 minutes. Yes. Like, had they had to keep it to 55 or whatever, I think it may have suffered a little bit. Those extra, that extra, like, half an hour or so really helped. And you need that intro, mm. like, the, the the bit in 2003. Yeah. yeah. You need to spend enough time in the modern day to know why we care about being here in the modern day. And they've set it up completely um, adequately, you know, like that, and I mean that positively. Adequate yeah. is often like, uh, uh, it'll do. Yeah. But I mean, like, they've done enough to be like, damn, I know where I am. I know who these people are. I'd want to know more about them. And I'm, I'm interested in this instigating thing that seems to be what's happening. Yeah. Right. Where's Tommy? What's this bite about? <laughs> yeah. They're, uh, those are the two. That's it. <laughs> and and will they get to their destination? Will they yeah. fulfill their quest? It's, well, pretty, it's a classic setup. I love a quest. Oh. Uh, a hero's journey. It mm. is, um, or is it? Who knows? We'll find out. No. Yeah, uh, we got we got uh, eight more episodes left. Thank you very much. Um, do we have any more like thoughts before we want to go into like the sort of for people who've played the game section? I mean, it's all positive, honestly. Like script is super tight. Again, mm. visually, it's fantastic. Performances across the board were good. Um, love the ending. Like it. Yeah. There is a, a level of cinematic, you know, panache to it. It's not just. You know, docudrama style Chernobyl, like yeah. super gritty. There's a, a bit of art to, or a lot of art to it. Um, I think yeah. that's maybe a change from Chernobyl that's like hitting harder for me with this too, where like this is uh, trying to be real and grounded and everything, but is about this massive thing. Right. Like it's trying to be big mm. at the same time. Whereas, yeah, I, it, it, yeah, it probably would have been a little bit disrespectful to like. Zhuzh up yes. the Chernobyl story yeah. totally. a bit, yeah, totally, yeah. Um, I'm like, yeah, I, I think this is gonna be, this is gonna catch on with a lot of people. Like, the soundtrack is great too. Yeah. A lot yeah. of that is taken from. I assume it's the same composer because it's like, right, extremely similar to the games, which were great and is sounding good underneath this. Like that, that little guitar, is like so fucking. It it suits it so well. It's like this sparse depressing, simple, mm. wooden, creepy thing. It works super well. Yeah. 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 Well, do we want to get into our uh, 
yeah, if thoughts thank- in regards to how it compares to the game. Yes. Thank you very much uh, to anybody. So if you don't want spoilers, as if, if this is your first time with this like story, and uh, we haven't seen the rest of the episodes of the show, so we right. can't spoil show specific things but we will talk potentially about things that are from the game that this is an adaptation of so if you're just watching the show now's the time to head off we're yes. going to do like a sealed section we call it with uh, full ability to spoil this game and the next one yep with this story so thank you very much for listening yeah if you liked it uh, chuck us a review on the the platform you use you can rate it on spotify or uh, yeah review it on apple tell your friends if they're watching it yeah. maybe have a little watch along have a little yeah. book club here yeah but uh, yeah, thank you if you if you've found us for the first time as well. We do other podcasts. Aria talking to me is a Game of Thrones one. Yes, Filthy Casuals is about video games. That's right. Um, oh, and we also do one called Hollywood Phonies, oh, yes. where we oh, yeah. riff out the entire plots to fake movies from yeah. TV yes. shows and films and. Blow me down. There's one of them in this. Yeah. I think <laughs> that DVD was like a fake movie that are in the games yes. too. But we can oh, talk, really yeah. sure. We yeah. can talk more about that sort of thing when we transition to the sealed section. So again, if you're just watching the show, dip out now. Thank you for listening. We'll see you next week. If you've already played the games and you want to hear more about our thoughts with potential story spoilers for the rest of those games, this is your warning. I've left it for so long. Yeah. Whip out the scissors and cut open the little perforated line on the yeah. dolly sealed section. Yeah. It's about to get rude. <laughs> <It's>, <laughs> it, do we have enough or too much pubic hair? It's the sealed section here. Yeah. Seven tips. Full spoilers. To, seven tips to drive your clicker wild. <laughs> full uh, spoilers. Full spoilers. How full to spoilers. give the perfect blowjob to Joel from The Last of Us. <laughs> Brackets PS3. Don't mention his watch. Um, so... Yeah, we, we, and also in this section, it's worth pointing out to people who are still with us. We won't necessarily talk too much about like yeah uh, the the game stuff, or like we're not going to go. Oh, where do we think this is going? Because this is clearly following it yeah. as an adaptation quite closely. Yeah, it's not so much predictiony sort of things. It's just like things we've noticed or like enjoyed, mm-hmm. uh, both in comparison to the games or that are nods to the games or whatever. Which one of which I really liked. There was a fair bit of like that sort of um, symbolismy kind of. Forward, uh, what do you fucking call that? Foreshadowing. Foreshadowing. Yes. God damn. Yeah. Um, stuff that I, I I really liked how Sarah's first words to Joel. This maybe isn't a spoiler thing, but were alarm, alarm. Oh yeah. Just like th- those kinds of, and so one of those to do with the games was Ellie sitting in front of that window. There was that butterfly. Yes. Um, uh, like dangly fucking chandelier. Mm-hmm. What do you call a window chandelier? A hang <laughs> dream catcher. It wasn't that. It was it, like no. just like a like a stained glass butterfly. Yeah. But that butterfly symbol becomes such a big thing in part two, the game. Mm-hmm. I liked her sitting in front of that and already having that ready to weave through. Right. Right. If they want. I think there was a lot of shots that were like you were saying in the main bit, Knox, of like yeah. establishing atmosphere and tone and setting that were like. Oh, that's a loading screen from the game, which yeah. I liked. You know, yeah. I liked that. You know, yeah. you see like the sort of like uh, the dust in the air and the, the sunlight streaming well, through the windows. Well, that car bit, that's kind of, you know, it all being in the from yeah. film within the car. Right, right. That's literally that view that you have for that entire sequence in the game. And that would just be a good way of filming something regardless. Yeah, totally yeah. works. Yeah. I, and I, I, for a minute there was like, is this going to be one fucking shot? We yeah. like talked about it a bit because yeah. like it, it's so impactful in the game that you get to sort of look around and see that whole sequence going, and it's filmed very much in real time. But yeah, I think staying mm. inside of the cabin has the same effect. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pretty yeah. much. Um, the I kind of there was part of me being like, as much as I love the games, I'm like, man, I kind of wish I hadn't played the games to just like watch mm. this show. Like anyone coming to this show fresh and and not yeah. knowing what I presume the end of season one will end up 
being. Yep. Right, if it's following it closely, man, you're in for a good time. Especially oh, with yeah. how much I feel like we knew about the story of this game before it came out. Because the game's, what, 10 years old this year. Mm. And before playing it, I feel like we knew that Ellie was immune and that's why we're going with her and all right, that sort of stuff. Right. Just in you know interviews and pre-release stuff and games are so heavily uh, looked at before they come out. Yep. And I wonder how surprising that is to someone who's not who didn't know that's the reason that she's in this right who like well like yeah you were saying in the main bit like not knowing that joel's daughter dies you know that is so shocking when i played the fucking game yeah you know it's not about her for the most of it but that fucking sequence is really impactful yes and i do miss the late title sequence being in oh, this, I was yeah. surprised that they I put it think, in between the 60s and 2003. Right, yeah, I did right. think that, yeah, that was a good, but also by that point you're doing it. You'd be doing it 40, you'd be doing it almost halfway Sick. through the episode. Yeah. Well, yeah, true. <laughs> I love yeah. that shit. True. And like, it's just such a good point to like, A, let people catch their breath. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And to, just to bring that theme in and everything. I thought I, I wouldn't have put it where it was in this. Yeah, yeah I think I Drive agree. Drive my car style. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's uh, it. I've, I've, it's gone. <laughs> <laughs> the thought you had. Yeah. I was thinking before. Yeah, we were talking about sort of the length of the episode, the pacing and stuff. I think it could have been cool to just end the first episode at the end of two thousand and three, because mm. that would have been like they would have maybe had to add ten minutes of con- like you know it is. It's a long episode to start the show. True. With. I do think that it doesn't give you. It's. It doesn't give you that drive of like, well, what's the rest about and what's the story yeah. about? Like, yeah. yeah, I think you've got to have the basically two episodes that we watched happen in the one right. spot, or else yeah. you've got a self-contained story kind of mm-hmm. that ends on such a damn note. <laughs> it is a damn note. Like, do you want to come back to it necessarily? And yeah. also, if you're coming to this from the games, you know, you do. I can understand that being incredibly frustrating if it's just mm. out at the end of 2003 because mm. it's like you want to see you want to see the actual world that you spend the majority of yeah. the time in in the yeah. game. Yeah. That's what I was going to say before. I uh I really want to try and get my partner to watch this. Mm-hmm. Obviously yeah. it's harder now that we're doing this because we would have watched it together, but yeah, I'd be interested to get her read on like yeah. I kind of want to, yeah, try and have a yeah, watch it. Uh, I don't know, just like, like at some point during the week, mm. week to week, because I think she would enjoy it. But yeah, just just kind of quizzing her on mm. the beat, th- those two specifically beats in this episode of yeah. Sarah dying and then the bite and being like, how'd that you know how'd that read to you? Did right. you mm. think you were going to be spending this whole show just in two thousand three in the initial aftermath? Because again, like with the trailer for it, as a lot of trailers do tend to be now. It doesn't really spell out what the show is. It's like a lot of kind of random little vignette cutaways. There's no yeah. like voiceover of like you need to take this girl across country because right. she could be the cure. So and it's mostly a tone piece, right? Of like yeah. post-apocalypse, big explosion, scary running zombie. Like yeah, that, that's true. You yeah. see more zombies in the trailer than in that episode. Really, I mean, we get like two who we interact with in that episode, right? Really, yeah. Of like the and two not, running it. Yeah, they're not full Sarah. on. You know. Mushroom people. <laughs> no, yeah, <laughs> right. We and it's good that they show that. I really liked the way we were talking about this a little bit before we started recording. Uh, the way that they, as an adaptation from game to show, taking out all those game bits, but leaving in enough of them walking through and the tension and having to hold a gun and be aware of the clickers to keep it tense. And like 
they didn't show the big firefight. They didn't need to be involved in the firefight right. between like Marlene and 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 uh, Robert, and Robert, yeah, which you're very involved in in the game. Mm-hmm. But managing to have that same effect, but without the the more take every opportunity to have a shooting section. Right. I think that's been done really well I, as an adaptation. Yeah, and from yeah. what I've read of the pre um, pre pre uh, press about it, like yeah. the reviews of it, you can still get pregnant from pre press. <laughs> Oh my god, he's done it. Um, that's something that keeps up across the whole series. I, cool. I read yeah. a thing specifically that was like, that's good. You don't see a lot of action. You, it's kind of the show basks more in like the aftermath of these sort of awful things that have happened. Like, it's yeah. not a thing that's showing you. Uh, yeah, just because it's top of my mind, just because I watched it so recently. Like, Game of Thrones is happily spending right. full hour and a half episodes at the end of just just combat yeah, yeah, just yeah, yeah full on fighting um i get the impression that that's going to be really kept to a minimum in this which again for tv budget in general like it just does make a bit more sense to mm, sort of right. like hold back on that and at least for this part of the story that they're going to cover in this first season you're not so much worried about like well anyone could die at any time as Game of Thrones, where like yeah. having that combat stuff is tense because it's like, well, anyone could cop a sword, mm. yeah, potentially, and I don't think that's so much the thing here. But yeah, in the game, there's like three or four bits where the fight leads to a, a story beat, yeah. yeah, where like, I mean, because we're allowed to spoil the game here. Like the first time Ellie has to shoot someone, when Joel gets like knocked off of the thing and gets impaled. Oh yes. Um, the fight with the cannibal guy, mm-hmm. and like the um, at the end, what happens at the end of the game? Oh yeah, the hospital. Right. Yeah. That fighting with the happen. fireflies. And yeah. like, there's that group of like people who attack you when you're in the car and shit. Like, there's yeah, some bits all the hunters, yeah, they whatever do. they're called, yeah. But I you're s- right. I don't. I, think I assume they'll do. Yeah, they'll do. A few set pieces, right? Yes. It, it won't yeah. be heaps of running and round shooting people. It'll be, and like fuck, they went all out with the you know the premiere, like the yeah. the plane crashes and stuff like that. Was the scope was you know huge? And it's, you can kind of have one of each, right? Where it's yeah. like the one in this is like world ending. You yep. can have one where it's like zombies coming at you. You can have one where it's like a clicker. We've got to be quiet. Right. You can have one where it's like. People are the real monsters. Here's these enemies. Yep. You know what I mean? If you do one of each throughout this thing, yes. yep. any more than that is going to be repetitive potentially. Right. It's crazy to me still thinking about like this show already, like the critical response is great. It seems We've like it'll... have just done it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it seems like it'll catch on with audiences and just like... I wonder if they're thinking about what they do for a season two if they do one, if they mm. do just go. Because it's like, mm. man, if people are like super into the show, it's a fucking crazy move to pull on them for a season two of a TV show. Where it work, it, it set you up. And that, that kind of is a good example of what we're talking about where what hap- that, that kind of twist that happens early in the start of two, that exists and the and the way that the you know the game pivots halfway through mm, yeah. that exists mostly for a gameplay thing like mm-hmm. it, it you know it exists for you to play the game but like would it work the same way in a t- yeah i don't know i think it's, you can structure it i think it would get a similar response to some of the more negative responses that happened to part 2 where it's so harrowing that people don't like it yeah. right but i think that even could potentially work better in a tv show for because sure. you're mm. more focused on the story and so that reset 
gameplay wise doesn't have to feel as much of a step back right. for you. Yeah, and yeah. I think you're probably um, more able to transfer your investment from one character to the next in a show because you haven't been like, yeah. you know, uh, uh, what's the word? Like you haven't felt immersed in that character as much because yeah. it's more passive. And I think if they True. were structuring it the same way with the flashbacks in the way that, I think I've said this already, but initially I didn't love about The Last of Us Part Two, where it was kind of flipping back and forth all the time between like the present stuff and then the Ellie growing up kind of stuff. That yeah. was the bit that got me a little. Yep. Um, not so much the Abby bit, but like that bit. But in a show, I think that stuff works a little better. Yeah. yeah. Um, if you pepper that through. So I could see a season two taking basically the same structure as The Last of Us Part Two working really well. But then the age differences of the characters becomes a question mm. that you've got to answer because like Bella yeah. Ramsey looks young. Yeah. yeah. And if they're doing that in a year's time, She's not going to look like the twenty whatever year old Ellie that you get, or nineteen or whatever she is, in yeah. the later setting of Last of Us Part Two. It so would be knows? a shame. I think because Pedro Pascal, they just have to give him a few more grey hairs. Exactly. Yeah, he's fine. It would be a shame if they had to recast Ellie. Uh, or we've speculated about this. I think just off air, like they fill in that gap between the games. Yeah, possibly. Well, because they'd potentially then. Yeah, I mean, maybe we're getting ahead of ourselves, but then. Like there's talk that there'll be a Last of Us three right game, but not for a while. Yeah, and so they would be up to doing a third season. I think still well before they would be up to releasing the game. Probably. So maybe it it, it does serve them better to spend a bit more time with just Ellie and Joel yeah. for a couple of seasons. Because in a show, if that's what people like, that dynamic, yep. that doesn't really make sense to me to just, just abandon away, that yeah. ep one of season two. Then Surely again, they would want to like cling to that for a bit longer. But that's part of why that story hits, is like yeah. not being yeah. precious about that. You know, like, True. It would be pretty radical for a TV show to do that in their and second season. Yeah. Very HBO style. It's no yeah. different to, to Game of Thrones, how that takes twice in the first two or three seasons. Like, that's true. The default protagonist character and fucks him off. Yeah, yeah. So I, I'd, I'd be keen to see that, but I don't know how the time difference sort of stuff will work. Yeah. But yeah. also having the way that this is adapted well, there's two things about it. Like having Druckmann in particular be an executive producer on this, yep. clearly huge hand in it. Everything's following it well and the changes are good changes. Right, yeah. yeah I but loved then, seeing a bit more Ellie like at yeah. the start because yep. in the game, yeah, she is just... She's just handed over to you, right? Yeah, like, I think so. All this stuff of her chain to the yeah. radiator. It's not heaps, but I loved getting those little bits there. Small yeah. bits and like following, like seeing Tess be yep. confronted by uh, Robert, which you hear oh, right. her tell you about. Yeah, yeah, but true. But then you don't see that in the first one in the game. Yeah. Um, so it's really good as an adaptation, but then also it turns out just if you've got a good story, it works <laughs> in different mediums. Yeah. And I think one of the reasons that this is like one of the best video game adaptations is because it's one of the six good video game stories. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So like no wonder it's better than fucking, you know, Sonic or Uncharted. Yep. Because even the Uncharted stories, as fun as those games are, they're not as good stories at all. Yeah. No, they're no. fun yeah. characters to do action with, but yeah. like, yeah, this is, it's properly fucking working. It's yeah. Great. Yeah. I'm All right. pumped. 
Uh, we've gone longer than the episode now. <laughs> okay, officially, <that's> fine. <laughs> and we got a lot more to do after this. So yeah, thanks guys. Thanks yes. for listening. Thank um, you very much. Do we have an email address? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I had to set one up for uh, for the link tree. It's I, I believe it's just clicker. I barely know her at gmail.com. Cool. Can't believe it wasn't taken. <laughs> uh, we should have said that before the before the other bit too. Oh uh, yeah, whatever. I'll chuck it in the description as well. Okay, but, cool. Uh, yes. So yeah, you can get at us there. I think I made an Instagram account for it as well, but um. Yeah, email's probably best and, you know, be clear about what, whether you're spoiling anything game-wise. Right. Uh, but we would love to hear from people and, and, and hear your thoughts on uh, the episode so far. We'll try and get these up as quick as we can after the episodes, but it's obviously an awkward time in Australia to do stuff and so it might be up after people have gone to bed and stuff in the US and whatever. Mm-hmm. We'll do oh, our best sure, with that sort yeah. of thing. But, you know, going forward, just to let people know. Yeah, yeah. If you are in the US or the UK, have a little listen on your way to work on Tuesday, Monday. It'll still be a good show tomorrow. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Um, I'm looking forward to the rest of these. Thanks for listening, everyone. See you next time. Bye. Bye. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 